we can all help prevent suicide. Uh, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress, prevention and crisis resources for you and your loved ones, and best practices for professionals. Uh, starting off kind of a somber high spots and kickouts this week, uh, sitting here with Clint. Hey, what's up? And Brent. How's everybody doing? Well, <coughs> uh, kind of a sad, you know, pretty sad week in wrestling this week with uh, the whole Daphne situation. Agreed. Uh, you know, none of her friends could get a hold of her. She was putting a video out, you know, sobbing while she was doing it, putting out her uh, last will and testament. And then everybody woke up Thursday to the news that uh, she had actually uh, went through with it and. The uh, police had found her body. Um, she was a, I mean, she was a big part of, like, I know we always bullshit about WCW and everything, and I, I, I caught yeah. that right age that, like, my favorite WCW is, like, 98, 99, like, Ric Flair going to the mental institution after his, his whole president run and uh, bringing back Daphne and Crowbar from, from the mental institution. She was the manager of David Flair. Well, I thought which Daphne was. The I thought they found Crowbar at the gas station. No, no, I think he was a. Didn't they? I'm pretty sure David, when David was doing his thing, where it was her screaming and him laughing and giggling, they found him at a gas station someplace. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but I know that Daphne came from the because she was screaming in the no, vignettes. I thought shit, he was. Right? A, I thought he was from the. Inst- oh yeah, she was. They might have yeah. had him in there and repackaged him or something, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure David Flair, or maybe he was in there, and then. Left or something, and then David Flair Maybe found him. Way or something. back from the in, from the institution. Or I something. don't know, but you know, Flair was doing that thing. David was doing that thing where he had the laughing and shit and his yeah. music before he would come out and the weird giggle thing. And I think that was later though, wasn't it? No, because it was him and Crowbar and Daphne. They were like a tag team forever. Huh. He was wrestling in his blue jeans and his black shirt. Which I know Daphne is one of only two women in WCW history to hold the Cruiserweight Championship. It was her, yep. and, her and Medusa. Yeah, Medusa. Yeah, she was, uh, I mean, outside of the screaming and just that alone, like having the lung power to be out and go and do that every was, single night. She was different. She was different in a time that... She, ahead of her time, I would yeah, say. You know, sure. as far as like like now, like, you know, like Shotzi Blackheart, one of the, you know, I wouldn't say bigger name, maybe bigger name female wrestlers right now, but she's kind of popular with the kids that kind of... Uh, I don't want to say like I guess emo-ish type of style. Like back then when it was being done, it was not like something that was as like known as what it is now. Right. Like it's not. It wasn't out there like the, it is now. The original page. Basically, yeah. Like if she had <laughs> done that gimmick now with the screaming and all that, it would it would probably come across better now because I guess the world's changed enough that it's all right for for people to be different like that and to be acceptable. Like back then, it was. I don't want to say not acceptable, but it was just like oh that. The weirdo, the yeah, black makeup on, and yeah, you know what I mean. But she was very entertaining, man. Very, think, very innovative, and not scared to get take a bump. I seen her go through a bunch of tables, slammed by men well, through tables. I mean, the reason she's going, she was going through all these problems and everything too, was a, a hardcore match with she wasn't versus Mick Foley. I forget who he was facing or whatever, but in the match, she took a bump through a table and uh, broke her arm yeah. and got a concussion. And a lot of people said she wasn't wasn't same after that and. She'd always frequently talk about her concussions and mm-hmm. how she wants her brain well, to go to Boston. Yeah, which uh, on Busted Open, Mark Henry made sure that he got all the information from uh, one of the guys from Ring of Honor that she's good friends with because he wanted to make sure that her final wishes were fulfilled and he's going to try to make sure that 
or Brian does make it to Boston to be studied for CTE. That's good. I mean, did uh, I mean she had a law? Did she win that lawsuit with TNA? I have no idea. I'm I, I'm not sure. Um, I do know she like two maybe two years ago now she was on with uh, on Busted Open Radio and she was doing a phone interview with him where she was just going back to TNA. And yeah, she had um, another run from like oh nine to yeah eleven or something. And uh, well, no, this was like maybe like I said, like maybe two years. It was like right, like maybe the summer before the pandemic had broke out, and she was going. I don't know that she was going back to do a lot, but she was going back to do some match with him. I think she was hoping it was going to lead to more, and obviously it never did. But um, she was doing some other independent thing too, than someplace I had never heard of before, and it might be where she ended up in that match with you know Mick Foley, and that it could be where she was at at the time, but. She said she hadn't been doing the screaming gimmick. She was doing some other gimmick, but she had started to go back to being the, doing the well, Daphne screaming uh, gimmick. Yeah, she was, she was the governator pa- for a while. Oh, yeah, she was Sarah the Palin. yeah Sarah Palin. That's what it was, yeah. and she was going back to being the Daphne character. Front instead of she was leaving the Sarah Palin character behind, going back to being the Daphne character. So and she was in really high spirits and stuff when she was very hopeful that you know a lot of good things were going to come and and she said you know a lot of people missed that character is why she wanted to bring it back and you know I think she was hoping that it was going to maybe be popular enough to give her that one real last good run and everything and well yeah they mentioned on uh, busted open that one thing she looked forward to every year was WrestleCon and how people still remembered her and yeah one of the autographs and the pictures and it was one of the highlights of her years from what they always said so. Which, uh, if, you have, if you are in a dark place, reach out to people. Uh, talk to your friends. Yeah, she there's definitely didn't know she had as many people that... Uh, right. you know, I, I think there's she every, was definitely not alone. I think that everybody in the world knows at least one person uh, that's probably killed theirself. Um, you know, and that person that, that did do that probably, you know, was someone that someone could have talked to or, you know, and they just didn't they just didn't take the time to do it or whatever, you know. So saying, if you don't actually have somebody to reach out to, yeah, the, there's always the hotline which the number is 1-800-273-8255 and there will be always somebody there to talk to you it you may not always feel like it but there are always people to uh, talk to and reach out to and you're not alone so and check on your friends yeah yeah <clears throat> so uh daphne will definitely be missed yeah rest in peace she's another one of the great wrestling souls to add to the to many that we've lost and, yeah, and all I mean, the time that we've lost on we've lost a lot of our in our age group anyway we've lost a lot of our heroes well, already and it was like you know well, they were in their 40s and they should have been in their 60s and 70s you know so which just on this show alone uh this is episode 11 and we've played the 10 bells salute three times yeah so jeez, yeah, yeah you know i love wrestling but and when we started talking about doing this podcast i didn't I didn't think that we'd be starting. I think it hits know, harder with wrestlers. I, I think it hits harder with salutes. with wrestlers too because you know that's someone we watch every week for like almost our whole entire life, and some of them anyway, in some form or fashion. And and in some form or fashion, they give you a little bit of their self, their family. You get to see, you know, be regardless of whether they're in a character or not. Like you get to see sometimes. Um, you know who that person is and stuff so it's just right. it, feel like you get to know them. right it's like losing a, a brother or something or, or a best friend or, or something like that and and the entertainment value that someone gives you you know and you just think of all the memorable times you sat and watched that person and then it's like fuck i'll never get to see that again you know or you ever, ever get to meet that person or tell them thank you or anything like that so you know that's like that goes back to that that dude crying in the crowd that night when cm punk came back 
like people riding that dude hard you know what i mean making fun of him and all kind of shit but you know obviously at some point in time in that guy's life cm punk did something for him to move him to that stage to cause him to cry when he came back so you know that's just one thing like i said rick flair dies i'm gonna have to take a day off work yeah, you know what i mean gonna... that's how that's how much memories i have watching him from as a child so that that shit will bother me i'd be like losing a grandpa and i've never met the man one time I, uh, I, Macho Man shook me, and I, I'm going to be inconsolable. I thought that was crazy shit. That seemed like a Macho Man way to die to me. <laughs> like, it did. I don't, and I'm not trying to make fun of it or nothing like that, but, like, I couldn't see Macho Man just, like, dying in his bed at fucking 85. Like, he's Randy the Ram going off the top rope with the fucking elbow <laughs> dropski and then fucking losing it all in the ring, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Anything happen this week in wrestling? <sighs> A little bit. Too much. Too <laughs> not as much as last week, but we, we had some. It's more like behind-the-scenes shit, I think. Going, uh, it's just There's a lot of moves going being it's made. A good time to be a wrestling fan right now. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I'd I say mean, there's you, just, you, you hate the Forbidden Door and all the crap that's happening, but... Uh, it doesn't mean anything anymore to me. Just about every, every... Every motherfucker's on every show except the good one. Just about every, uh, every night there's a wrestling NXT? show on. NXT? You know? No. <laughs> there's, we're about to destroy that one. There's something different offered for pretty much every night of the week now. And if you don't find something you want to watch here, you can get on like Fight TV and there's always some kind of independent crazy shit. You can pay four ninety nine, twenty ninety nine, nineteen ninety nine. On well, Roku there's a you know, there's a wrestling app yeah. that collects all the fucking yep. regional shit from everywhere. It's yeah. shit horrible, but but still, you, <laughs> there might be some your high school buddy that you know might have became a wrestler, and the only way you get to see him is by watching it on on whatever public access thing that's you know granted to you. So some people do that shit, man. Well, if you want to talk about the, you said independent, so uh, just a quick rundown of that for this week uh, tonight, Chicago. You have uh, the art of the war, or it looks like art of war, but that's the art of the war games. Uh, GCW is actually having a war games match tonight, um, which. <laughs> I'm a big GCW fan right now. Which uh, one of the teams you have uh, Nick Gage and uh, Mance Warner on the same <laughs> team, so two of the main death match guys. And then uh, on the other team, you have a bunch of guys I've never heard of before. But so uh, <laughs> they're just <laughs> yeah. their asses. It's, it's, it's going to be a bloody mess. Nick Gage isn't going to go back for his title. He's just leaving it to Cardona. No. A hardcore uh, war games match. Yeah. Clint. That makes sense because they're already hardcore. <laughs> it's just going to be a, a war games match and the cages are going to be made of light tubes. <laughs> That'd be pretty, It'll probably happen. Which actually, uh, I talked to Lucas this morning because uh, in New Japan, they're doing a two-day pay-per-view over in Japan right now, which is the reason why that... Uh, like it's too big for one night type of pay-per-view or fucking you have to watch it for two days straight. New Japan likes to do two days. So I uh, sent him a message about... Uh, there's a new member of Bullet Club over there. Yeah, and I've seen that show. Yeah, show. He uh, turned on Chaos and joined Bullet Club. That's what happens. But uh, <laughs> Luke's, Luke's like, yeah, I'm going to uh, Chicago tonight for a bachelor party, and I'm trying to talk them into going to the Art of War. <laughs> I'm like, nice. <laughs> He's like, Zane's down. <laughs> so ah, I think whatever. he said it's like $35 general admission. Any bad? Go see that, and then go to the but, bar afterward. But I mean, you also get to see uh, Juventud Guerrera against uh, the super, super Crazy. <laughs> oh fuck! That'd be you know, even though them guys are a little past their prime, who'd be in the fucking Super Crazy man? And then the uh, other main thing that's happening: Matt Cordona is 
issuing Dude, an open fav- challenge. That's my favorite thing that's going on in wrestling right now is Matt Cordona with his spinner belt GCW shit. And he's given an open challenge, which means Kurt Hawkins is going to be one of the He fucking took the belt to I'm Disneyland still... after he won it. Now he's got the spinner belt. Yeah, like going back to the WWE spinner belt day. Whatever, I mean. He's going to get killed by one of these deathmatch fans. He's got to get somebody to watch their show, so. I, uh... <laughs> I honestly think the open challenge is going to be answered by John Moxley. I bet they hate the fuck out of the fact that he's got a spinner belt down there, too. <laughs> I know. That's I what I'm saying. Those hardcore fans are going to stab did, him. Well, did you guys see what happened the it's last real time? Heat. He, real it's, heat. It's Mick Foley ECW when he went there and was not hardcore. <laughs> yeah. well, but put no, on regular did, matches. Did you guys see the last time he made an appearance in front of the GCW? Uh-huh. No, I haven't seen anything other than uh, this new and known he won the he, title that he night. He came out dressed like Vince McMahon when he won the ECW title with the black, uh, like the whole black... <laughs> And the, head, <laughs> and the black do rag on his head. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what Vince McMahon wants to do with NXT. <laughs> I think he wants to put it on Sci-Fi Channel and win the and win the championship. He needs to get ratings to it. There's how we get ratings, pal. I'm put gonna, me in the back. I'm gonna win the title. I'll show you how it's done. So, yeah, so that's uh, that's what's happening on the indie scenes right now, though. You didn't but, see fucking Cordona win the belt and everybody that's, just that's want to beat his ass. That's it. But I never have watched anything since then. They were throwing yeah. shit at him. Yeah, it was Which, the NWO uh, style trash in the ring. It was way well, worse than that. NWO style. It was old school Southern wrestling style throwing trash in the <laughs> ring. <laughs> Which uh, yeah, more heat than Jim Cornette's ever had. Oh fuck, I don't know about that. That's a good. That's that's. I mean, I mean, what, what about? The, G- uh, the GCW event is being held in the same city as All Out, too. So, really? What about Roddy Piper singing La Cucaracha in Mexico? Oh, man. That, <laughs> that, yeah, that that was awesome. I think that's Talk one about the, hated. I think that's one of the nights he actually got stabbed in the... Uh, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Talking about so, hated. Yeah. Wait, Matt Cordona ain't been stabbed yet. This dude, I don't like. Yeah, dude. He's weird looking. Piper had to start wearing a vest to the ring with fucking Cavalar in it. So. Like a fucking member of the SS. Why is he limping? Because he got, he got his ass kicked by Walter. Walter whipped his punk ass around. He beat him, but he got his... Don't he look like a member of the SS or should be? Yeah, he's Russian. So. Yeah, I mean... Well, I guess he can't be a part of the SS if he's it's, Russian. It's long live the czar. The uh, ring general has died. In case nobody knows... Well, nobody knows what we're talking about because they can't see the TV. But Ilya Dragunov is on TV, the new NXT UK champion. You think Putin gave him a statue? Probably. <laughs> On a horse with no shirt on? Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. I mean, Putin Looks untrustworthy. Sh- might Putin show up and fucking challenge him. WWE Super Show in Russia and Putin challenges him for the NXT UK title. I don't like a baby-faced Russian person. That's not right. Maybe they'll let Putin win the 24-7 <laughs> champion. <laughs> well, you ever seen a Russian person smile? I, think I'm, I might be being racist no, right didn't. now, but they sound like they hate you yeah. even when they're asking for like nice things. Like, yeah, There's a Russian lady that comes in the store I work at, and she usually gets uh, vodka and blue cheese. She's super nice and fucking, but the way she talks is. It's vodka, yeah. blue cheese. Yeah. Oh, is that the same one that always asks about the uh, spinach too? The the organic girl. Uh, she's super skinny. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she's real nice though, real nice. But yeah, she sounds like she's gonna. When get I work at the truck stop, man, what over there? Like, I'd say like thirty percent of our customers were Russian truckers, and like, they'd be like, I need the receipt now. It's like, oh yeah, shit, that's that's Here, the that's it. the that's the lady that Kenny calls the uh, mail order bride. <laughs> but trying to get us back into wrestling um the nwa had two pay-per-views over last weekend i know we, we ran down the cards but uh we can kind of go over what happened at nwa and power in the 73rd annual did Mizdow win did who damien Mizdow. 
Aaron Stevens, right? Yeah, I don't know what his name is. I'm oh, not, no. I'm not a fan. Aaron Stevens and Kratos? No, they lost the tag team championships. Kratos. <sighs> oh, shit. We'll just start with the first night, which was Saturday. <laughs> is uh, that in power? In power. The Mickey James produced all female. All female women's pay per view. Pay per view. Yeah. All female behind the scenes, too, right? Yep. Like down to the cameraman and shit. I yep. didn't. I haven't heard anything about it yet, other than sitting here right now. Well, the highlights. Uh, we have new. Well, they crowned a new NWA Tag Team Women's Championships. They brought them back for the first time in years. Hmm. Uh, the Hex won. It's uh, Allison K and Marty Bell. Uh, they beat uh, Red Velvet and Kylan King from AEW to win them. Hmm. Uh, Camille. Retained the NWA championship against legit Layla Hirsch. Uh, Diana Perezo retained her knockouts championship against Molina. And then Chelsea Green won the Invitational, so she got a title shot at night two. I knew Molina was going to lose. Well, yeah. Diana Perezo is one of the hottest female wrestlers right now, so she wasn't going down. And she said that on the radio, she goes, it could be my last match ever, blah, 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 this and that. And, and usually when people be saying shit like that, it's either they're going to lose or they're going to win and... I don't know. It's like she doesn't she doesn't wrestle there regularly, right? So, uh, yeah. she she has since the relaunch of NWA Power, she's been wrestling. She's been or she was teamed with like Thunder Rosa until Thunder Rosa jumped ship and went the, to AEW. AEW, yeah. So, well, she's probably smart for doing that. Well, I don't know that the vignette on Dynamite this last week, maybe not, but talk about that later, I guess. <laughs> And then at uh, the next night, the men's pay per view, Ric Flair showed up, right? Yeah, he did. That was the cut a little bit. That was main event. That was one of the. Main event. No, he, he uh, mid mid pay per view, he did his speech, and then at the end of the night, he came out again. Just talking about how he loved Vince, right? Yeah, thank, yeah he thanked Vince. He thanked Vince and... for his career, and uh, he also thanked Triple H and Sean. Said he wanted uh, Randy Orton to break his sixteen titles, but then he had Charlotte Flair. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then he uh, he forgot he had a child. He talked about wrestling Dusty and Harley and all them. Back and this was at the Chase, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, Just pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I mean, moment momentous. I mean, I don't know that it means a lot now. I mean, to older people like us, you have to young kids. It probably didn't mean too much, really. Though. I'm pretty sure there's not any young kids that actually watched NWA. I mean, fuck, I didn't really. I mean. The only people I never I, had a chance to see it live. Like the only people I ever even hear talk about the NWA besides myself because I watch it. But uh, I mean, Dave LeGrecon busted up and talks about it quite a bit. Yeah. Well, they have Billy Corgan on there regularly to talk anyway about it. So you could hear. And Nick Aldis is on there uh, every couple months. They have him on there too. They're trying. To, I mean, they're trying to help push it so people do turn it on and watch it. You know. Where the fuck has Dick Murdoch been? I don't know. Like what? What happened in Dick Murdoch's life from 2006 to oh, like... You mean Trevor Murdoch? Trevor Murdoch, yeah. Uh, but Vince didn't like him because he was out of shape. Yeah, I know, but that was like 2006. Now he's the fucking NWA title. Uh, I, think I, he, think he, I think he went to Impact for a while. I, I, yeah. I, I think he might have just traveled around and wrestled and shit in every bar and dining hall he could until he got hired back by somebody. <laughs> I like Trevor Murdoch. I liked him when he was in WWE. They had him on a singles run right before they fired him, and it was like, I think, I want to say he won the IC title or some shit. And had like a small run, and he lost it, and then they're like, oh, WWE releases Trevor Murdoch. And I was like, what? Like, he was doing pretty good, I thought. And then, like, even when him and Lance Cade were a tag team, it wasn't that bad. But he, 
was better as a singles wrestler, to be honest with you. Lance Cade kind of brought him down. I kind of, uh, like, inspired my wrestling gimmick off of Trevor Murdoch. Yeah, you did. I was thinking about it. You kind of <laughs> did, yeah. Which Trevor Murdoch ended Nick Aldis's thousand day reign as a NWA heavyweight championship or champion. They're trying thousand to they're trying reign. to make a Ric Flair Dusty Rhodes thing or Ric Flair Harley Race thing out of that Nick Aldis and Trevor, and Trevor Murdoch Rock. thing. They're trying to turn it into that, but I don't which, know. Uh, I don't know that them two dudes are ever going <laughs> to reach the greatness that the other two did. Which Rick Rick Flair came out when Murdoch won the title and presented it to him and told him that he Harley, started crying and shit too. To, told mm-hmm. him that Harley would be proud. Because his, he was taught how to wrestle by Harley Race. It's his dad, Dick Murdoch, right? I don't. Think, I think he just has the Murdoch name. I'm not sure that he's actually related to. Well, that's part of what Rick said. He goes, "Your last name is Murdoch, so you'll always be a champion, or whatever." So, I don't know, we can find out real quick. I'll I'll look it up and see. <clears throat> I mean, it's a cool night for old school wrestling that's fans. It. Yeah, figuring at the last pay per view he won the title but got dustied, so they reversed <laughs> they reversed it on a. Uh, Referee decision of a disqualification. Old dusty finish. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, Chris Adonis retained the uh, national championship against James Storm. Um, Camille retained her title against Chelsea Green. And what then, is James Storm doing, man? Why didn't he come to WWE? Uh, he, he, he was like going was on to, NXT for. He, he was going to, yeah, but he, he never signed a full contract with him. Just a kind of a handshake deal for a few few matches. I think it was because they wanted him to get. He's old enough now that he's not going to be champion. We went back to Impact. So, like, you know, we, we want we want you here. We want you to get other guys over, and he wants to be the man. Then, and they, like, then they had Moose fuck up his ankle, and we haven't seen him since. So. He's got boo-boo face. His actual name is William Theodore Mueller, huh. Trevor Murdoch. So he's not related to Dick Murdoch? I would say probably not. Hmm. Well, it doesn't say anything good. about his. It says that he was trained by Harley Race's Wrestling Academy, not Harley Race himself. So... Just Man, saying. Harley Race was fucking. He might have been involved, but I'm sure there was a lot of other guys walk. that worked there too. Well, if you listen, to, well, if you listen to him, uh, Harley was there when he was actually getting taught, so he considers himself one of the last people. You can do it, kid. Fucking Lance Cade passed away 29 years old from heart failure. By the way, another yeah. wrestler that died too young. All right. <laughs> Thanks for slowing the momentum down. He, he was trained by Shawn Michaels, Wrestling Academy. Lance Cade was. Yeah. So is Daniel Bryan, right? Brian Danielson. Brian Dan- No. Dude, someone called the radio this morning and called him Daniel Bryanson. I just about wrecked my car. I was laughing so bad. <laughs> Who the Ash- fuck is Brian Danielson or Daniel Ash- Bryanson? Ashley did that. I, or last week I asked her, or I told her, I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure we're going to get to see a Daniel Bryan at All Out now because they're going to move up him debuting or whatever. And I'm like, well, he won't be called Daniel Bryan. I'm like, you got any idea what she, he'd be called? And I think she called him Brian Danielson. <laughs> I'm like, close. <laughs> or she got it close. I think she called him Brian Daniels or something like that. I'm like, you're pretty close. So <laughs> People are going to be confused for a minute when he comes back and not know what to call him. He's like a Law & Order SVU and SUV. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> People be saying that shit wrong all the time. So. Uh, and then, yeah, the tag team titles changed at NWA to uh, the AAA team of it's uh, La Rebellion. Nice. Uh, their actual names are Bestia Six 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 and Mecha Wolf Four Fifty. Okay, I like Mecha Wolf Four Fifty. That's thoughtful, but the other one's not really. But yeah, you can they, find that in the back of any Bible. They since from the AAA. Yeah, since the Forbidden Door is open, uh, the AAA a AAA team holds the NWA tag team titles. 
Plus, they don't have a lot of tag teams in uh, NWA. It's forbidden door shit. Needs to stop. You can't fucking keep track of who works for what motherfucking company. Well, you kind of do, somewhat. So, I think I think Clint's uh, preoccupied by something. I can't <laughs> help it. Fucking, I got this article popped up about um, longtime NXT names reportedly on chopping block. You know, I'm sure it's just clickbait, but as you go down farther, it talks about starts talking about uh, Dave Meltzer and some other people, and then it's like, <laughs> I just got to quit reading it now because it's just clickbait. <laughs> Didn't have no names. Uh, yeah, Kyle O'Reilly's name's in there, and Tommaso Ciampa's name's in there, but that doesn't mean anything. That's, that's <laughs> Dave Meltzer and someone else talking about it on the radio cast. It's just rumoring in your window. There's a lot of that. So, but I wouldn't. I Kyle O'Reilly wouldn't make me sad if he's gone at this point. He's got a terrible gimmick he's trying to run right now. Hey, Ring Ring Honor could use him back. He's not a punk rock. He's not. <laughs> hey man, he's got that. He's got that little hop in his step. Punk rock with the skinny jeans. He plays the air guitar on the way of the ring and it doesn't match the music. PCO would beat his ass in Ring of Honor. Probably at this point. <laughs> he's not a bad wrestler. He's not, but his gimmick's terrible. I love watching him wrestle, but his gimmick's shit horrible. Just a quick rundown of uh, ROH since we don't actually ever talk about ROH. Uh, former world champion this week, uh, Roosh, was uh, rushed to the hospital for emergency <laughs> surgery. You mean, you mean uh, what is it, the medical facility? Medical facility. His Roosh got rushed. Hopefully hopefully everything is uh, good with him. But uh, other than that, I don't think anything else really happened in ROH. So. PCO did something crazy, I'm sure. Yeah, if he was on the show. <laughs> I don't know if you... Yeah, that blows your, my mind. If you uh, set your DVR to record ROH, most of the time it records at like 2 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday night. <laughs> so... Yeah, I uh, catch it on there every now and then. It's weird. I don't. I, I haven't seen it forever unless we're like at the bar and it happens to be on because it's two o'clock in the morning. Right. That's the last time I seen it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So do we? Uh, well, we'll just go to WWE for this week because uh, it's all out weekend. That show's still on. What <laughs> WWE? <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, at some point in time. I don't yeah, know. Nick and uh, Nick Khan wants to take her from uh, three hours to four hours for Monday Night Raw. Don't do Why? that. I mean, I could see that where that would be beneficial with the, you know, advertisement dollars. Yeah, because you'll get more money from advertisement. <laughs> people are people already complain enough about not being able to make it through the third hour, man. Fucking, you try to give them four, and they're just going to turn your program completely off. It'd make more sense to give a SmackDown a third hour. <laughs> but I guess, I, I suppose, if they did make it four hours, and at some point in time, maybe a TV would get turned on to that because it's the only thing on. And, but with football yeah, like starting have one up, on like three hey, o'clock in the afternoon, one like eight o'clock at night. Hey, just give me I don't, a break. I don't think, uh, I don't think USA will go for it, man. They have to give up an hour of syndication to uh, Chicago PD or Law and Order SVU. <laughs> but then with Monday Night Football coming, Monday nights are going to be probably not. I mean, they might get like the last hour of Raw. raw get this ratings. might be the worst. Uh, this might be the worst year for competition for WWE when Monday Night. Football comes. You back know, home. Eric Bischoff said AEW is real competition now. He said, it, and he said, if they spe- especially get uh, Brian Danielson, then he said there's there's no way that they're not going to be competition. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Eric Bischoff would know, wouldn't he? Eighty three weeks. That's right. I mean, it was only eighty three weeks, but still, it was eighty three weeks. I Me, mean, he knows how to get beat. Yeah. 
I'm saying he would know if they're competition <laughs> or not, though. I see Nick Khan compare his, uh, his roster to like WCW 97. I was like, don't do that, dude. Yeah, uh, you, meant, you meant Tony Khan. Tony Khan, that's what yeah. I mean. I yeah, don't, Nick, don't Nick, do that shit, bro. Like, Nick, Nick Khan would have f- future endeavored all the 1997 <laughs> WCW. But that was like right before WCW about took a turn for the worse. Like, don't do that to yourself. That's that's a bad juju coming early. Well, <laughs> he did say something. Speak, like, speaking of brought, brought busted out some thermodynamics things and uh, – a conference call, like explaining why he is actually better than WCW and how he's not gonna. I mean, as long as he's got a good game plan, he's gonna sign them all. He says, "We'll uh, see." I mean, you might see him all tomorrow night show up at one time. From the way it fucking sounds, there's gonna be like there's speculation, like thirty different people showing up. So I hope <laughs> not, but just just make a men's battle royal and just have all your new people just come out. I mean, I figured they Andrade. Just be one cup. They'll just be like the diamonds come out. And it's everybody new. I figured Andrade might wrestle somebody new. But then uh, again, if there was a show in Chicago. The show's canceled, which, right? His match is canceled. No, it's been moved to the September 9th edition of Rampage. Oh, okay, never mind. I was going to say, if that had Pac, to do uh, Andrade is in Chicago this weekend. Pack had travel issues. so I'll say, I, with that other show that you know you were talking about, Lucas going to being in Chicago. I figured they could grab Super Crazy or Hooventud, and then Andrade could wrestle them on the pay per view. But if they well, Andra- if they move the match, then Andrade still talked about wrestling somebody at the pay per view. So maybe we'll I, see, I hope we'll see. we see a Four Horsemen. Uh, at this point, they could. Ric Flair's in Chicago. It's been it's been confirmed. <laughs> yeah, just saying. Spe- Party being Ric Flair, especially uh, they do have Four Horsemen in AEW if he goes there. Especially Orange Cassidy giving him the Aviators. Legit Four Horsemen. They only got three of the four, right? No, they don't. They'll have Arn, Rick, Tully, and fucking Dean. Yeah, Dean, well, Mal- Dean Malenko. Dean Malenko's backstage. Okay. What do you mean? He was a four horseman? He's not doing all though. He ain't going to be on camera. Don't. Yeah, why, why not? He can't come out in the ring and he's have got them Parkinson's all. Parkinson's and shit. He's been on the. He he's was, been, uh, he he was, was on, on TV. He's he, on TV a couple weeks ago. He took a fucking bump. Yeah, he took people a, were throwing a fit about it. Yeah, he took a he took a fucking punch to the face by MJF or whatever. And then uh, him and Ric Flair were <laughs> in the back. MJF punched him Malenko. Him yeah. and him and Jericho were in the back and talking about when uh, he was the man with thousand and one holds and Jericho was the thousand man with thousand and four or whatever. It was a neat little thing. Armbar. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's on there. Uh, can't, can't have Benoit. <laughs> can't get Hennig. You said Jeff Jarrett wasn't in it long enough. Lex, <laughs> Lex Luger's got, only in it for like a night. What? J.J. Dillon. You got Sting backstage. J.J. could come out and be in it, yeah. Sting wasn't, I don't think, I don't know if Sting would, he probably might, maybe, I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't like to see Sting come out and be like, ooh, Forsman. It's like when and they he joined up with the NWO to fight DX. It made no sense. Well, <laughs> I mean, he was part of the Wolf Pack. Yeah, so. but not the NWO. Yeah, no, he was, he was red and black. I think Vince was like, you're all black and white. He's like, everybody fights the green and black. <laughs> no, we want the red and black. Best part about that shit was when Kevin Nash went to go fight somebody, he grabbed his quad and fell on the ground. Oh, he just got LA Knight winning why, the match. Why is uh why is Dexter Lumis all fucking holding his hand out in love to fucking Uh because in, because Indy Hartwell talked uh Johnny into giving Dexter a chance since the whole marriage. And what, oh he you mean is joining the group of the way. So yeah. does Dexter have mind control like Does Dexter have mind I love NXT. Can't believe they're training. Well, what's her name on Raw's got mind control. So does oh, he have Alex, it too? Alexa Bliss. Yeah. That's what it looked like to me. Same thing she does. Raises her hand and everybody's like, Oh, you do what? <laughs> Which since we mentioned Monday Night Raw, I guess we should probably go back to Monday Night Raw or at least get into Monday Night Raw. So Oh, there's other shit that happened to you. 
Well, you got Nia and Charlotte throwing potatoes at each other. Yeah. Yeah, Nia does not call a match. Most in awkward match I've ever seen. And like Jim Cornette said, it's the worst match he's ever seen in all the wrestling he's ever seen. He's watched a lot of matches, bro. He's seen <laughs> he some stinkers. He, he like, lived through the shock master. Like, like you could tell that they were getting pissed off at each other, so then they were just going stiff and yeah. <laughs> And uh, actually, from the results of the match, since Nia won, she gets a title shot on this week's Raw. <laughs> so, uh, who's the Raw Women's Champ? Charlotte. Of course, you know Charlotte's the she. She won it from the superhero chick, Nikki Ash or yeah. Ash, whatever you'd like to call her. Almost a superhero. Yeah, almost. Almost hasn't been on TV since then. <laughs> uh, she was with uh she was with Rhea. Oh, with. Yeah, actually, earlier in the night, she got destroyed by Nia Jax. Think she's gonna get her title rematch? Fuck no. Yeah, me neither. No. Beyond like Don't a, you keep saying, uh, was it Scotty Too Hot? He never got his rematch or whatever? Yeah, Too Cool, whole tag team. Never yeah. got their tag team title rematch after they lost. That she, ain't, she isn't getting hers either. That's man I think I think instantly, as soon as she grabbed that briefcase, Vince is like, ah, oh, fuck, now I got to use her. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing is they said Vince never wanted those guys to win the titles anyway, but they were so popular and Rikishi was so popular, it was like you had to do it. So he gave it to him, and then when they lost it, he was like, "No, nah, we're just going to help make people forget about him." Which also just jumping around all crazy like we normally do in the show. Uh, Rikishi's other son is now yes. signed to the WWE. And every member of the Fatu Joe family Fatu. plus. So, so we are watching Polynesian Championship Wrestling though. Oh, I yeah. just can, honestly can't wait until NXT brings out a real entertaining wrestling show. Uh, have they haven't said these... any more about David Hart Smith Jr. or David Smith Jr., have they? No. Yeah. He's signed, but we haven't seen him, right, since he got signed? Or was he, that a deal? Not, he's only wrestled a few a couple dark, dark matches. matches or whatever. I heard his plans for him were next. See, that's exactly what the shit they did last time. Signed him and then didn't use him forever. And that was like, oh, his half is a good fucking think, ten, eight to uh, ten years of his career is wasted. I think they're just trying to keep him from going to AEW because I'm pretty sure Tony Khan would take him because he's a big dude and he would actually help the roster. He's not a bad wrestler. No, he's good. Uh, I enjoyed watching him in uh, MLW. Especially when he's got the Bulldog gimmick going like on he, and shit. Like he won the Heart Cup, which is has to do with his family. Yeah, so. yeah well. And then... Uh, he the lost. Heart Cup on what indie fucking? That's, yeah, it was MLW. Say. Oh, uh, MLW's all right. I'll give it MLW a pass. Yeah, they brought back the Heart Cup for uh, MLW. They've been doing it for like three years now. Is, is that what Owen Hart's wife was doing? Uh, One page supposedly it was, I or never, is that AEW? Supposedly I heard they're going to start some King of the Ring type of or King of Hearts tournament or some shit like that. That I something not know. that AEW might be like almost basically like the King of the Ring ever, tournament. I don't. I don't think that Owen Hart's wife will ever have anything ever to do with wrestling again. I mean, not WWE, but not necessarily. She's trying to get backing for this documentary she's been making for like six years. So if she needs the money, I guarantee she would. Tony, she'd take a check from Tony Khan. I bet you. Bad she part, let Owen the bad go part into is the, their uh, son. He he'd probably be like one of the greatest wrestlers of the Hart family if he actually probably was a wrestler. Just of generation and talent and timing and all that crap. Probably. I don't know. I think a lot of unless they're raised. Like a like, I think that the way their family went, it scared a lot of those kids into wanting to become professional wrestlers, rather than like the Rock's family did pretty good in wrestling. No crazy shit happened to any of their family members in wrestling, so it makes sense why all his family wants to be in wrestling. Whereas the Hearts have had a lot of tragedy in wrestling, so yeah, you know. they're they're one of the greatest wrestling families. So you know, you always had a career to fall back on. Yeah, I know, but fucking grossest Stu Hart story I've ever heard. Yeah, cat turds. <laughs> oh, the cat turds cooking yeah. breakfast. Yeah. Cooking cat turds, then flips the fucking cat turd off the countertop at the same spatula and goes back to cooking eggs. That's fucking disgusting, man. 
All them carts are into fucking cats and shit. All their houses smell like cat pee. And there's a story about how uh, Owen used to do a Bad News Brown impersonation. and He called Stu, pretending like he's Bad News Brown, challenged him to a fight. And <laughs> yeah. Stu was like, well, why don't you come to the fucking house then? And so <laughs> fucking Bad News Brown rolled up to get his payday and Stu came out and tried to attack him and shit. And he's like, what the hell's going on? And Owen's up on the porch laughing the whole time like, I got you again. <laughs> oh, That damn Owen. He's missed too. Yeah. That motherfucker, man. Some of the ribs that people have talked about and some of the, the things that, you know, he would call down the front desk of the lobby and just, just get him <laughs> to pester the shit out of somebody until they wanted to come down there and wring somebody's neck, you know, and then be down there laughing his ass off. You want to know somebody else who's also going to be missed? Uh, good old Karrion Cross because his demise keeps going. Uh, <laughs> you mean the gladiator? You have yeah. to be marketable, man. You have to have something to sell. Not when you get put in a match against Humberto Car- Car- or, yeah, Carrillo. 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 Yeah. Old baby face. So. Was it a good match? No, it was a squash for the most part. I I don't know, man. Ended I with feel a, ended with a straight jacket. This bad for him. He should have known like, better. It's like cool. You keep putting cross up against these little bitty guys that he will squash in ten seconds. Well, that's what I'm saying. He should have known better going to WWE. He wanted that paycheck. Thought he was gonna get fast tracked to WrestleMania, and then they were like, "No, bro, you're not that popular." And also, we're changing your name from Killer to Carrion. Sorry. <laughs> and now he's just cross, right? No, he's still carrying across. Mm. Is he carrying across? No, yeah, he <laughs> it might. It sounds be. like he's carrying across right now, straight to the fucking. To his get own himself, cru- he's to enjoying his own it. crucifixion. That's what I was going to say. Him. Straight to his own crucifixion. <clears throat> I've seen his own. I've seen his own interviews. He enjoys it. Yeah, he, uh, uses his challenge to get it over to be marketable. Like even Ron Simmons couldn't get the gladiator what? over. He ain't no gladiator. He just so does that mean, like in a couple leather. months, he's going to be the new nation of domination leader? Could, <laughs> could be. They can bring D'Lo back and some other people. Nah, he's doing the announcing. Yeah, Dilo's a vital part of the Impact team. <laughs> yeah, they could bring, they could put, jo- they could put Josh Matthews back on the uh, commentary desk for a little bit. I don't think him and WWE like each other. Or you mean an Impact? And then, what do you think? Dilo's gonna go? No, Josh Matthews and WWE don't oh. get along uh, with each other. Well, no, I'm Josh. talking about Impact. I'm talking about Dilo going to be part carrying cross. Yeah, I'd rather uh, see him wrestle. <laughs> Give him the chest protector. He's send him too out there. fat to wrestle now. Let him be in charge, and then carrying Crosby around underneath him. There was there was uh, two good matches on Raw this week. Uh, you had a triple threat match between uh, Damian Priest, Mac- Drew McIntyre, and Sheamus for the United States title. And that, Damian Priest is why it was a good match. That's, that's a sad time that uh, Damian Priest has to lower his standards to get in the ring with Drew McIntyre. I like Sheamus, but. Drew McIntyre just dragging tooth swords. Loch Ness monster made this. <laughs> I swear it by my own soul. I seen it with my own eyes. Sure you did. <laughs> Can never be broken. And then the other good one you had Lashley and MVP in a tag match against RK Bro for the tag team titles. And then RK Bro obviously <laughs> won, right? Well, yeah, they didn't lose their titles, and Bobby Lashley took a uh, RK. Oh, so. Uh, it's a good shot at Extreme Rules. We'll see Randy Orton against Bobby Lashley for the WWE Championship. So they'll lose the tag team titles right before. What's Randy Orton doing? He's going to get two belts. Randy two belts? <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. He'll be Then what? He'll be a, is it going to be a 14 or 15 time champion? 15, 15, 15 I, think. I think. So then he's only got to get one more to tie Ric Flair and John Cena. He ain't going to be the one that beats Bobby Lashley. If so, I'll never watch WWE ever again. All right. I'll be done with it. And when you guys talk about it, I won't say no Randy words. is wrestling, man. 
been in wrestling for 15 years. I don't give a shit. You don't have Bobby Lashley he's run not. over Goldberg and make him look that bad, and then Randy Orton. Oh, RK over nowhere. He's not oh, kicking speak, out. Goldberg is that bad. And an old man. Yeah, RK and then, Randy and Orton take of, both of them. Don't matter, speaking Dave. of Goldberg, he's no longer interested in winning the WWE Championship. He just wants to destroy Bobby Lashley's soul. They, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but that's after he has his knee surgery because apparently he oh, tore, that, tore up his knee. I bet that massively mean cane shot he took to the knee that he sold a half second later. Yeah. No, it was like two seconds later. Took at least three got, steps and then was like, my knee! He's got to take that six months off because he's only got to do two matches a year. It'd be nice to get paid for six months sitting home, Dick. How was that? <laughs> <laughs> it was a weird time. Yeah. <laughs> Did you feel like Bill Goldberg getting all them paychecks, though? No. Oh. Ridiculous. <laughs> So we, we, we ran down Monday night. So now let's move on to Tuesday night, NXT. Uh, finally got to see Mandy Rose wrestle a match after being traded like two months ago. Is yeah. this what we're watching right now? Yeah, this is what's on right now. Yeah, she, yeah she, was, she was in the opening match. She wrestled Sare. Yeah, she's impressive, but everybody else in the ring Why is she not. back down in NXT? She does better. They traded her for Aaliyah. Because uh, I think they want to do like a Mandy Rose against Frankie Monet fucking angle. They ruined the whole shit with her and the Otis gimmick and then didn't know what to do with her after it was done. And then they ruined Otis's gimmick all the way completely. And now he's like miniature Brock Lesnar with no neck. <laughs> and she was like, I did better in NXT. Can I go back there, please? Like, that's where I was winning and shit and not being not used. And when I was not, out here... Not like, being partnered with Dana Brooke. Or just being sent out and like... Because Vince McMahon likes blonde. She's the one whose titty popped out at WrestleMania, right? One of them, yeah. It's just, you know, I don't know, man. It's just, I'm glad she's back on NXT because when she was there the first time, she had better one matches. One of the wrestlers or one of the tits? One of the wrestlers, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> when she was there the first time, she they're had way better pu- matches. They're called puppies. And then when she came to the main roster, it was like, ah, you're going to come out and look real pretty, but we're going to have you get squashed. You're going to be real mean. You're going to be the bully girl that's real pretty, and then you're going to lose a bunch. Until well, she got she, with Otis and that well, whole gimmick. She, she lost her... Return match in NXT. Yeah, I know, but still, like... She took a dropkick to the face, and her two little lackeys pulled her out of the ring, and she got counted out. She looked... She, You know what they're doing? Kind of reminded me of um, Shayna Baszler, where she had the two chicks come in and save her from losing matches all the time and shit. And they were like... I know they are Which, actually, I don't think you know it, but the uh, one with, like, the orange hair, that Gigi Dolan, that is the former Mrs. Darby Allen. How about that? Oh, really? Yep. Samoa looks tired. He is. He's a champ. He's doing all that press. He's like 40-something years old. Of course he's tired. Next, he's got all the press, bro. He's like, I got to... He's, he's worrying what Vince is going to do with him. Again. He's like, I should probably is, dude. He's probably stressed shit. He's like, I should have just went and worked for Tony. This show's going to be so much better than you guys think it's going to be. It's going to be better than any. I haven't said anything about it at all. I have to watch it first, and then I'll decide. <laughs> and that's where I'm at with it. Until I see it, like outer space, I don't think it's real. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna have to get you we're gonna have to let you hang out with elon musk see if you can go to space that's the only way i'm gonna believe it's actually real till i see it man all right <laughs> <laughs> oh uh what else yeah duke hudson and uh when was the last time here was you was a space I'm not getting into flat Earth with you. Nobody said nothing about flat Earth. Nobody said nothing about flat Earth. That was just the last time of year you went to space. So you don't know if the shit's real or not either. That's just what they tell us. I can't afford to go to space. Right. That's what they say anyway. Fuck, I can't even afford to go to space camp. <laughs> I went to school with a girl went to space camp. I don't know how she did, but remember, you remember Katie Barker? <laughs> yeah. She went to space camp like three or four times when she was kids. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Took out a small mortgage to. I mean, her parents might have. Yeah. Sent her three times. <laughs> <laughs> they wasn't rich. A couple grants. I always watch that movie. I can't remember what it was called. They went to space camp, and then the little robot sends them to outer space because he's in love with the little boy or whatever. Yeah, it's called Space Camp. Oh, yeah. Okay, that one. How the fuck did we get here? I don't know. We go off on tangents a lot, but this is a tangent. Space Camp. Yeah. <laughs> show's more entertaining than that. <laughs> everybody, should, everybody should watch that movie. That's cute. Nice just wait, just wait till cute. I, just, just wait till I keep drinking more. It's a nice little kid's <laughs> movie, dude. Uh, he had Duke Hudson against uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Duke. Actually, probably watching Space Camp would have been more entertaining than that match. Yeah, I believe Kyle made him tap out at the end there, right? Yeah. Had the tongue out of the mouth looking like he was they're one trying, of the They're of... trying to build Duke Hudson as one of the new superstars because he was in the breakout tournament. I so just they made, watched this so they made show him... 10 minutes ago and I forgot about it. <laughs> Look, it's CM oh, Punk. Diamond Mine? Oh, Diamond Mine. Oh. I thought <laughs> it was CM Punk coming out. Hold on. You had your boy LA Knight beating uh, Johnny Gargano. Yeah, he did. But he had to have help, though. From, uh, from Dexter Loomis? Yep, he put the hand up and used the yeah, mind control. Johnny Gargano's in love with Dexter Loomis or something? Is he that has the, the power of love, and he puts his hand well, up, no, and people instantly Indy, fall in Indy love. Hartwell's in love with uh, Dexter. Johnny Gargano? Oh, De- I, why are they reaching longingly at each other? He has mind powers. Because he's looked deeply into his eyes. Into his soul. Yeah. Do a threesome. Basically, that's how I felt about it. His <laughs> wife's not. His wife's on the main roster now, right? So she ain't around. Like Candace? And I thought they got called up. Her and the other chick. No, Candace is pregnant. Oh, that's what it is. That's where she's been at. Well, yeah, yeah. he definitely needs something. She's gone at home. John Johnny's gonna become a daddy. Are you and still a Roderick? Stone Austin Theory. Fan? He's up on the main roster again, right? Or is he still wrestling at? dark matches? We've never. We haven't seen him yet. Yeah, that's what I say. I, he hasn't been with Johnny, so I knew the other dude got called. I thought then, she did no. too. Is that a dude? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he was in the breakout tournament, too. But then uh, you also had Raquel Gonzalez against Jesse Camilla, which Jesse Camilla is one of the lackeys for Frankie Monet now. Bad match. It was a bad, I just watched out of the corner of my eye while we were sitting here talking. Well, it was a shit terrible all match. All they're doing is building Raquel Gonzalez versus Frankie Monet. Yeah, just the the chicks you was – they didn't mesh well together in that match there. Their timing was off. The well, couple that's because Jesse Camilla or whatever, she's still – green yeah you learning. could tell there was a lot of really huge boxes got a jacket with his face all over it i don't probably very, very odd uh, wrestling uh his actually in the breakout tournament if i remember it his name actually stands for pretty in japanese did he just do the i opened my jacket like hey what's going on when you walk in the room yeah, shit that's the second you? time he did it and then the yeah. first time roger strong just, slapped the shit out of him you just gotta you just gotta think of him as the uh, one gremlin from uh what the, the the flashing gremlin from <laughs> gremlins the one that's all like ah. It's like WWE didn't get that New Japan deal, so we're going to take all their gimmicks that they have and try to make them cool. Oh, fuck, dude. That dude dude was never in New Japan. Oh, I was going to say, and then you know like New Japan was like... he just took a terrible bump on the step on his ass. If you guys want our gimmicks, you can have them. We don't need them. We've got the Bullet Club. That hurt, I guarantee it. And then the other main match that we haven't seen yet, but uh, you had Champa and Ridge Holland. Yeah. And uh, Big Ridge. Back off that injury. Of course. Stop. Fucking static bullshit. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if hitting yourself is going to It's in my head. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, shit. Yeah, Champa and Holland. Of course, Champa won. Uh, but then it kind of builds MSK against uh, Larkin and Birch for the tag team titles like next week or two weeks from now. Yeah, MSK has held them titles for it, a minute. And then Ridge Holland's supposed to be one of the next big superstars for NXT. So uh, He's still doing the same gimmick with the hat and the jacket? Oh, yeah. Oh, Sheamus is going to have to give that shit up now. 
Hey, they're gonna fight now. Now <laughs> Sheamus ain't tough. Yoshitatsu beat him up. Now, now uh, Sheamus is kind of like doing a Ridge Holland, CM Punk like mixture because he comes out with the tape on his arms and yeah, <laughs> he comes out with an X on the tape, then we'll know he's doing CM Punk. <laughs> yeah, well, nah, Sheamus is over twenty one, so he can he can drink. He doesn't get the X's on his uh, tape or on his hands anymore. Nah, he still does that shit when he comes out. Well, I don't but know. Speaking of time, CM but... Punk, I thought it was hilarious on Rampage last night when uh, CM Punk dove into the fans again and the guy tried to give him his beer. Yeah, and he <laughs> gave him that look like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, I'm straight edge. Here, have my beer. <laughs> yeah, I'd give it to him. Drink it, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was NXT. So we got SmackDown left, and uh, this dude still has his rump. jacket on. It's fucking driving me crazy right now. <laughs> yeah, it's part of his uh, gimmick. He's never going to be taken seriously. Why are you even here? If you're not here to win the big title, get the fuck out. He's here to get his ass kicked by Roderick Strong. Steve Austin. He kicked him in the forehead. Oh, is that those new Creed brothers or whatever that's part of his group? I can't. I haven't actually seen them yet. Rock, Rock and Hudson Creed? Yeah, sure. I don't know their names. Or is it Apollo and Adonis? It could be. Train become perform. No, uh, this week for NXT, I didn't actually watch it. I just watched the ups and downs because... Uh, big it's huge shit horrible. Big huge storm went through oh. Tuesday night, so uh, DirecTV didn't record the show. They look like the Imperium with the way they're standing back there. We have the American version of the Imperium is oh, what nice. we're starting. Just do, 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 do. Yep, yeah, no. <laughs> so on SmackDown, show kicked off. You have the Street Profits against the Usos. The next big rivalry for the Tag Team Championships. So it'll probably culminate and end at Extreme Rules. Uh, Street Profits won by disqualification. And then... Uh, I bet I haven't watched SmackDown. I haven't seen the Street Profits since like before WrestleMania. I bet if I turned on SmackDown next week... They'd be the exact same as they were like last year when I was still watching wrestling. And, and no the, change to their gimmick at all and whatsoever. The, and the disqualification was uh, Jay was legal, but Jimmy decided to continue to kick the shit out of the legal man through the five count. So the referee gave him about a 20 count before he finally disqualified him. Even the New Age Outlaws grew as a team and changed a little <laughs> bit. I bet them dudes are the exact same. The one dude still wears like the jersey with the shirt underneath it and the shorts. Yep. Yep. And the other one's skinny and athletic. They yeah. still drop all the red cups everywhere when they come out, or was that only a? Uh, was that only a? They do it at the, uh, the not the Superdome, the fucking Thunderdome, right? <laughs> uh, no, uh, they were actually in Jacksonville, Florida last night, the home of AEW. Mm, strange. Before mm-hmm. next week, and they head to Madison Square Garden. I wonder if there was a lot of CM Punk chance. Uh, no, there wasn't. You know why WWE's probably blocking that shit out? It's because he's not big news. I mean, I don't know. ESPN, he was number two on the fucking, on the on the drop it's there. a lot of content if you bring out a show every fucking day. Everything's got to be a moment on SportsCenter. No, they haven't really started picking <laughs> up wrestling again until WWE made a deal with Fox. And then they, well, I guess they had that deal with ESPN for a little while or whatever where they got. Uh, where they talked Jonathan Coachman yeah. and ending his career. Yeah. Well, he ended his <laughs> he own also, career. He also got to be pissed, or Fox has to be pissed because they had that backstage show and they had Christian on it and CM Punk on it and Renee Young. Yeah. And, now uh, all three of them are probably going to be in AEW after this weekend. <laughs> I don't know if Renee Young's going to or not, or Renee Pacquiao. Because her, her, uh, Renee Moxley. her no compete clause is up. Yep. Uh, and she's in Chicago. She was this talking week. about it. Too. She's in Chicago this weekend. So, wasn't she? Was she a wrestler she's been before she was WWE? No, she's on. She had never been wrestling. She's been from gone from WWE for like two and a half years. How long was her? No, she. No, no she's been gone for like six months. Renee Pacquiao? 
Yeah. The chick that was announcing on NXT and Renee Monday Young. Night Raw. Yeah. No, she's been gone for longer than that. No, dude. No, she she's was, been gone for at least like, a year. Nah. She was pregnant on WWE. She wasn't hired by them when that shit happened. She, she was already was gone from the for them when she got pregnant. No, she dude, she was gone way before that. She left about the same time that Moxley lost the title in that was, AEW. That was, that know. was only back in like January. I think I thought it was before that. No, she she's only been she hasn't been gone that long. She had a longer non compete clause than other people because she was a, a broadcaster. Broadcaster, yeah, and that's why she started her podcast because it gave her something to do. And then she did the cookbook, and then she got knocked up. So, yeah, I mean, she pretty much took the pandemic off, right? Yeah, August 2020 was her last time in WWE. Mm-hmm. That's two years ago. No, it wasn't. It was a year ago. No, it's almost two years ago now. No, it really is just one year ago, though. This is September 2nd. Yeah. August, September. <laughs> <laughs> Pull up your calendar, Clint. You had more, uh... Oh, fucking... Some, some, someone's sending me weird shit I don't need to see. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to get the same message a little bit later. Uh, Scott's message and stuff? Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, you, had Becky, you had more Becky Lynch and uh, Bianca Belair. Uh, next week on SmackDown, we get the uh, official contract signing. Hopefully they have a better match this next time. has been doing that CrossFit shit. You see that picture she brought out? That's because her husband's a CrossFit, CrossFit no, monster. She's like fucking jacked. Uh, Seth Rollins doesn't really look. There's she- Oh, no, it's Ridge Holland, not Sheamus. Uh, Are you saying just because he's wearing a cabbie hat, Sheamus can't wear a cabbie hat? He did it first. It's a fucking cabbie hat. And the jacket. It's a cabbie hat dog. And the whole taped up hands in between the gimmicks and talking to people and then coming out and wrestling and all that. Yeah. Then he got hurt and then turned around a week, maybe two weeks later, and Sheamus is doing it. It's gimmick stealing, bro. That is not gimmick stealing. You can't call gimmick infringement on the fucking cabbie hat. It's more than the cabbie hat. It's the cabbie hat, the jacket, the taped up fist, the whole entire fucking baller thing that that dude was doing. And then like a week, maybe two weeks later, Sheamus starts doing it after he gets injured. Straight theory. Yes, I got to remember we're about to go to the moon with the grizzly young <laughs> veterans. I ain't even impressed by Cameron Grimes, not even the littlest bit. Oh. Uh, he's, he's He's got a like a funny voice, and that helps, but other than that, I don't. Old Rick Boogs got his first singles win against uh, Dolph Ziggler. He's a real wrestler. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, because he's Rick Boogs. <laughs> <laughs> he's here to rock. He's a electric version of Seamus. And then they then they put uh they put Oh shut the fuck up, computer. Uh I was in my head. I wasn't ready for it. Yeah. The <laughs> thing is they won't hear that though. I was waiting for like someone to be like, This to department such and such. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They had Tony Storm on for the first time since she debuted, uh like a month ago. And she's a fan of Rick Boogs. Because Dolph Ziggler's like, Hey, you can come out and watch me. And she's like, nah, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> then we got to see uh, Rollins and Cesaro again. He heard him, right? Cesaro's out. Hey, he acted like he was going to hurt him. Oh, you said something about Dolph Ziggler a minute ago. Did you see that Brazzers tweeted him, said that if he needed a job, that they were still offering a job to him? Who? Brazzers. Oh. It's a porn site. Yeah. And he said, I see you. <laughs> he tweeted him back and said, I see you. <laughs> I'm just saying WWE's doing all these budget cuts. He could be one of them eventually. Which uh, Edge came out to save Cesaro. So now next week we get Edge and Rollins live from Madison Square Garden. The rematch of SummerSlam. So we'll get to see Rollins win at 
Madison Square Garden. And Seth and Becky. Edge further tarnish his career. Nah. <laughs> I, I'm just, yeah, I'm, You're just waiting for sex in Hardcastle. I am, in AEW. <laughs> I noticed that Christian stole the spear just a little bit. Yeah, yeah what? Yeah. He used it this week. He's used it almost every week he's come out on Kenny Omega, especially. Well, he did it again this week, so. I loved it when Kenny Omega got on the mic, when Don Callis, and then we were having the, on. I think it was Rampage, oh, and cutting, Kenny Omega's like, you think you know me? You think you know me? <laughs> she had me laughing so hard. And then he continues to call him a carny piece of shit. It was just, it was <laughs> yeah. just the edge thing, because he came out with the you think you know me and his music, and then, you know, he's running, he's going, you think you know me? You think you know me? <laughs> shit made me laugh. Kenny Omega. One week you can't remember how, what to say. The next week he's saying some shit's got a guy busting up. And then you had uh, you had Happy Corbin uh, as the uh, guest on K- on the Happy KO Corbin. show. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so and awesome. he got all his money back. So now instead of asking people for money, he's like, I got this $30,000 watch and I'm driving this $100,000 Escalade. Who? And- Ridge Holland. Yeah. He's not looking anything like Seamus. He changed it around a little bit since he's gotten hurt and came back. He didn't used to. Look. He probably had a little money, so he bought a new jacket. I know it looks <laughs> a little bit more like Dexter Loomis. Yeah, now he does. Before he went away, he had like a more of a, a like a poor man's jacket. And well, during the KO show, uh, Corbin brought Logan Paul back to WWE again. Looks like a Peaky Blinders ripoff. And then uh, you're a Peaky Blinders ripoff. <laughs> and then. Uh, Fuck it, Corbin and Logan Paul beat the shit out of KO. So, <sighs> Logan Paul. You see Jake Paul retired from boxing after his last fight? Well, because it got real for a second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got, I think he got scared and was like, I don't want to do this anymore, guys. It's, yeah, I, can, <laughs> I can really get beat up here. Be bad for my image if I got beat up. I can't with WWE and their gimmick people they need to bring in to have fucking try to make people turn on their TV show. We'll get Logan Paul. All the kids will want to watch it then. We'll have us the fucking fourteen through eighteen year olds. We get Logan Paul. I think we have a, I think we have a ghost talking to us right now. Because uh, if you look at the bottom of the fu- or how I see the screen, and the top line is all of us talking, and then the bottom line has some movements. No, and we normally never have that. Did you? Know, do you? Does Brent know about the balloons? Oh, the balloons that have been following me are trying to get me to follow them. What? Dick, Dick seems. <laughs> it's not a joke, dude. <laughs> not a joke dude <laughs> sounds crazy but it's not he's seen one the other day too they keep finding me everywhere these balloons i'll turn around and be oh, that's a random balloon by itself like it style just floating and then it'll well, start to go all... in the opposite direction like you should come with me it's happened well, to me four we... fucking times we all swim down here and every time every time that it happens i take a picture and send it to him like dude there's another one right there we, we all float we were just yeah, we eating. what were we doing the other day and we were sitting there sitting in my garage and i was and like just flew through the fucking like, side yard and i was like look 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 there's another balloon and he just started dying laughing. that's the fourth time the fourth time they all were like hey you should you should follow me come play with us danny <laughs> <laughs> all right one of these days it's gonna get me i've yeah. seen all the pictures it's not even that's so funny ss georgie and shit you have to stop telling all these kids let the goddamn balloons go I don't know if someone's like, hey, come down here. <laughs> nope. I ain't helping you in that weird clown in the... I already don't like clowns. That one was going towards the river. Yeah, I know. Maybe you should check it out. No, I don't think so. There's some childhood memory down there. You live over there. There is childhood there. memories over there, and I don't want to go down there. You like buried to G.I. Joe is what it's trying to tell you. Yeah. All right, back to wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's mad because there's a G.I. Joe down there. 
There's a G.I. Joe down where? At the river of Quinn's. Oh, uh, all right. No, I don't. <laughs> the <laughs> balloon's very... trying to get him. <laughs> <He's> very... <laughs> I am paranoid about it, though. It's real, uh, we, it's real life. We have... Uh... We had Roman Reigns against <laughs> Finn Balor for the universal gotta, title. Got to bring it back in. <laughs> hey, I'm the one that brought it up. You got to reel it back in now. No, I mean, he brought it up really, but well, well, no, I started to see the spikes on the bottom line that never hardly moves. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, oh. it's tense. It is. You know what else was? <laughs> it is. <laughs> you know what else was intense? <laughs> Roman Reigns and Finn Balor for the Universal Title. Oh yeah, man! It actually was, uh, from what I seen, a pretty good match. I mean, uh, he knew Roman Reigns was gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no fucking titles changed on SmackDown. Especially since it's like the first time he's actually defended the belt on SmackDown. <laughs> Clint, stop looking at me. I'm giving me laugh fits. I'm trying to talk about wrestling. <laughs> Which in the match, the one thing I thought was bullshit, Finn Balor actually hit the coup de gras, and you had Roman Reigns kick out of it. They well, gotta stop having these fucking people kick out of finishing. It's moves. because Finn wasn't the demon, so the coup de gras oh. just wasn't hard enough. Hard enough. Okay. So now that it's extreme rules, I bet we're gonna get a rematch, and it'll be Finn Balor and Roman Reigns against, or Demon versus Roman Reigns, and then he's gonna have to go back to that gimmick that he doesn't want to do anymore. But it hey, should just be the demon full time. That's what Vince McMahon wants. And they don't yeah. have a fiend anymore, so we better bring back the demon. <laughs> well, they teased it with the red flashing lights at the end of the show and all that. Then we also get the return of the Beast next week at Madison Square Garden. Brock's first appearance since SummerSlam. He called <laughs> Paul Heyman to let him know. That's so. the storyline going in. Is Paul Heyman? He's the go between like squeamish. Yeah. So basically, Paul Heyman's going to do the. The, he's going to cut a promo. You know, he's going to cut a promo for Roman and then turn around and cut a promo on himself for Brock Lesnar. It's going to be Paul Heyman doing all the talking and then Roman Reigns and Lesnar are just going to wrestle because neither of them can talk. I think he turns on Roman, man. Nah, I don't think so. Heyman always goes Brock back Lesner's, to Brock. Brock Lesnar's uh, becoming more of a face this time. Unless they do the whole... Just because he's got a fucking haircut. Unless they do the whole... <laughs> when The Rock comes back at Survivor Series... Um, if the route comes back in Survivor Series, when when he went away from WWE, like the like originally, Brock Lesnar destroyed him in the match, sent him away. They never had a rematch ever. Right. Never been a rematch. They've been so, teasing Rock versus Brock forever. That could happen. That could be why he comes back. Maybe Brock beats Roman at Survivor Series for the title, and then the Rock comes out like, "Oh, you thought he was the head of the table, dog? You ain't even seen me yet." And you know, the last time we wrestled was when the Rock was like two hundred pounds lighter. You know, he had hair. I think it'd be a good match. They could build pounds. that. They could build that shit all the way to WrestleMania if they wanted to, and it could be a decent WrestleMania match. Also, another person who said that they might have a match at WrestleMania this year is uh, the one Shawn Michaels. Yeah, he wants one more. And it seems funny that now that he's being released from his uh, backstage duties, that all of a sudden he wants he ain't to get back released from his backstage duties. They're, what? He's not a part of the talented, creative, whatever bullshit no more because yeah, Bruce and Vince are in charge no, of that. No, no, right? they're doing the overall marketing for it and that. Triple H, Shawn Michaels, fucking Matt Bloom, William Regal are all still in charge of day-to-day operations. Just Vince gets to... Creative-wise, creative though, where Vince the storyline's going Vince all that, gets, he's in charge of that. Though, Vince right? gets final say over the top talent. Which he's always had. It's his fucking company. Mm, Triple H and Shawn, I think, have been running this one until now. I think they've had tough say over what top guys are in there, and I think that's part of the problem because Vince don't want, like, like you know, Ciampa. It's a top guy. And Vince is like, he can't be a top guy up here because he's only like six foot three. He's injury prone also. 
I think he's had a couple broken necks, yeah, but who hasn't? <laughs> but who hasn't? They come back all the time now. They, well, I mean, they do now. Nowadays. Actually, Ciampa, too, doesn't want to go to the main roster. Like, I read an article about it earlier this yep. week. He, he likes the schedule of uh, NXT because he can wrestle so many matches a year and make his career three or four years longer than just taking all those bumps in one year and being done. I bet he gets taken out budget cuts as soon as Benson Bruce take over. Well, he means he enjoys the schedule because he's a lazy piece of shit that don't deserve to be on top. And they need to rebrand, refocus, and actually build the future instead of just hiring everybody that wrestled in the ring in the fucking backyard growing up. Uh, he's trained. but uh... <laughs> Hey, one of those guys that wrestled in the backyard growing up became one of their biggest stars. You mean, like, yeah, like CM Punk wrestled in the backyard. He's one of the biggest stars wrestling right now. No, he's not. According to you. He's a, not according to nobody. He hasn't done shit yet. He came out fucking well, had an interview. I was, talking, a whole I was talking about his, shit. I was talking about when he was in WWE. He's had a whole career yeah. full of shit. Seven years ago. Right. Seven years and then add on to when he started. He's until just another fucking guy like Goldberg coming back. Nah. The, what are you trying to say? Goldberg ain't over? Yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. Everybody's tired of fucking seeing his ass. Ain't nobody tired of seeing give his ass. Give it a month and a half. Nah, I don't think so. I think that's going to be a, a bit of a movement for a little while over there. <laughs> All right. Well, before we get into AEW, we got Impact. Uh, quick rundown. The entire show, Builder for uh, Victory Road, which is September 18th. They're at one of the Impact Plus pay-per-views. Ace Austin beat Tommy Dreamer, so Tommy's not part of the match for the title. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, they're, build, they're building uh, Rich Swan and Willie Mack against the Good Brothers for the Tag Team Championships. I thought Rich Swan got canceled. No, he came back. No. And then... Uh, he, he got in there right before camp, cancel culture hit. He locked his girlfriend in the closet, and then like maybe a year later, cancel culture hit. He just beat it. Yeah, but his girlfriend's his wife now. Yeah. So she wrestles for Impact, too. It's okay. It's all good. But uh, It's all right. Then uh, the main highlight I thought of the show... Uh, Josh Alexander defended the X Division title against Jake Christ and then started talking about his legacy as being the uh, best X Division champion that there ever has been. And Chris Saban came out. He's like, you know what? He goes, you are a pretty good X Division champion, but uh, you're only a one-time X Division champion. He goes, if you want to go be the best, you got to beat the best or whatever. And he's like, I'm not a one-time. No, he's like, I'm not a one-time, not a two-time, not a three-time. Not even a four-time. Five, six, seven? No. He goes, I'm an eight-time X-Division champ. So if you want to cement your legacy, me, you, Victory Road, he goes, you beat me. You're on the road to cement that legacy. If not, he goes, I'm the first ever nine-time X-Division champion. That's the dude dude that's the X-Division champ. the guy who looks like C.W. Anderson has the headgear like fucking Rick Steiner. He's the northerner guy? Yeah. Yeah, he's part of the north. So... Him and it might be a good he's match. A, he's a hell of a wrestler. I would say if there's, that would probably be the ma- match on the like the best match on the card so far that I've you know I hear what the rest of them are that you say, but like, uh, uh, the Impact Championship will be Christian against uh, Ace Austin, which Ace Austin's a pretty good wrestler. He's a two-time X Division champion. I guess Christian just kind of brings it up for him a little bit. I mean, he might get a couple people to buy the pay per view. Ace is only like twenty-four. He's really young. Uh, mm. He's got a lot of time to still grow. That Christian loses the title. Nah, he's not gonna lose it though. That he, quick. He gonna think so? You think he? They're he gonna. Get, they're gonna make it. He'll. He'll go to bound for. Ah, bound for glory as the Impact Champion. You think he'll beat Kenny and then be double champ? Ah, I don't 
Oh, we're just gonna find out tomorrow, I guess, won't we? I, I keep I keep saying that it's gonna be Hangman at Full Gear because they booked the show or Hangman's Homecoming show like a week after Full Gear, and they're gonna let him pop as the world champion in his hometown. So that's my guess. But oh man, I don't know pressure from from the natives, and I'm, by the natives I mean the crowd. Like, <laughs> they, I mean AEW crowd loves Christian right now. You know he's. And he can put on a lot of good matches with a lot of other people. And like I said, I know Kenny's got he's so yeah, kind of kind of banged up a little bit. So, it but do you want to go like WCW and you brought in one of the other WWE guys? Do you want to put the belt on him? Uh, I think gate? they've built up Christian enough that it makes sense that he could be champion. I wouldn't have him be champion for long, but it makes sense. He'll like never be AEW champion. Why is Impact champion? He's. That's why I thought they would have him lose the Impact title before he won the AEW title, win the AEW title, and then lose the Impact title because I don't see him being a double champ. I just and if they can't keep doing that with everybody that becomes champ, that can't just be a continuous double champ. That's and dumb. They, they had Christian win the Impact title to take that pressure off of Kenny to have to go film two shows. So I'm wondering that if if uh, if Christian loses, then do we get like? someone shows up after that like at the end of the match does adam cole come out does daniel or brian danielson come out does cm punk go straight for the challenge you know what i mean you know is it it gonna be somebody else that's been become number one contender i don't think punk wants to go for the belt right out the gate uh you know does sting come out like what the fuck happens i think we see a jungle boy punk match before we see a punk title shot it'll be a hell of a match uh, probably he's smaller than CM Punk, so it would you know they'll be able to work pretty well together. Uh, and I kind of hope that's what he does for a little while, starting off is kind of sticks with dudes that are not as big, so he doesn't get hurt or something ignorant <laughs> until he's got all the ring rust completely off. That was a sloppy looking uh, GTS one. That... But I yeah, would, but you also did it on uh, any blue two, jeans on. You also did it on two who are still learning how to wrestle too. Yeah, blue jeans on. How many times you kicked your leg at that high blue jeans? I'm on? just saying it's been a long time since it's been in the ring. I don't think that had anything to do with it. CM Punk from seven years ago was watching it. He'd be mad at himself. Also, the camera angle was probably not the best camera angle we've shown a GTS at, to be honest with you. Should have been like at a well, that, front. Do you, do you remember uh, when Kenta came to challenge Moxley? He for was the too, title? Yeah, he was too short. And, to, yeah, Kenta's too short to do the GTS well, to Moxley. When you sent me that message and, and I had seen it, I was like, the, there, I've seen a worse GTS from CM Punk, and that was to Brock Lesnar because Brock was so tall that like his feet were touching the ground. He had to hit him in like the center of the chest instead of the face to, <laughs> to hit him with it. So we'll just uh, start with AEW. I mean, it's what we have left on the card, our card for the <laughs> our show. Our card. <laughs> so uh, we had the rematch of FTR against Santana and Ortiz to kick off the show Santana. on Dynamite, and it was a really good match too. It was. If the what's his name's back from his injury, it's his first match back from his injury. Cash Wheeler. Yeah, uh, he got his oh, yeah. shit sliced open. You know. It was a really good match, man. Could be his last match because they keep saying that he has nerve damage in like in his hand from that yeah. storyline, bro. Could be. Could, it might not. Gave him a magazine, sent him to the restroom. But he comes back without nerve San, damage. Santana and Ortiz won. Good. So they need to be tag team champs or get a tag team title shot or something. They haven't done that much with them as a tag team. I mean, they've had tag team matches, but like they, the last... I feel like as. The, the last time they got a title shot, I think it was against the Young Bucks when the Young Bucks first won the belts. I just, I don't know. Those guys are such a good team, and the crowd loves them so much. And it's like they, which, you know, you only want to give that to people in doses, I guess. You don't want to give them too much of it. But, like, 
And when those guys, a lot of over tag teams right now. Yeah, and when those guys finally win the tag team titles, I think the people are going to fucking go nuts for it because I, I mean, they deserve it. They put on some hell of good matches since they showed up. Then yeah, how we already kind of talked about CM Punk and his GTS. Uh, he was attacked by 2.0 on Dynamite, and then Sting and Darby came out to help. And is 2.0 the fucking Hardy people? Yeah, yeah. Matt and Jeff uh, want to be Hardys. Yeah, that shit needs to go away. Matt, Matt Harper, and which Jeff, or Matt Lee and Jeff Harper. They do look better here than they did in NXT. Uh, I guess it's all about how you use your wrestlers or whatever. But yeah, I'm still annoyed by them. Which also speaking of uh, Daniel Garcia, because since he's with 2.0, he uh. Last night, name 2.0. 2.0 what? Just Matt 2.0, right? Yeah, Matt and Jeff. Matt and Jeff. They're just 2.0. 2. That's it. I don't, I don't think they've really explained the 2.0. supposed to be a play 0. on the Hardys? That's what I assume. I think so. Because their names are Matt and Jeff as well. But, uh, the 2K Dan- version. But Daniel Daniel Garcia was on uh, two wrestling shows simultaneously last night. He wrestled uh, Josh Alexander. Pre-taped? Yeah. Yeah. He wrestled Josh Alexander on uh, New Japan, and then at the same time he was wrestling Darby Allen on Rampage. Mm. So, so you had the you definitely had the Forbidden Door on New Japan because uh, Josh Alexander and Daniel Garcia are neither signed by New Japan. Mm. But interesting, they attacked. uh, They attacked. Where's Josh Alexander from? Impact. He's the X Division champion. Oh, with the headgear. Right, right, right. Northerner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Gun Club turned in heel. Yeah, Gun Club yeah, turns I'm, heel. Finally. I'm fucking Paul White. I hope that they're not a part of what's his nuts' group. They need to be their own JR heel. fucked up and called them Big Show while they were doing it. Yeah, they did. They need to fucking... The, the Gun Club needs to be its own bad guy group. They don't need to be a part of fucking Stupid's crew. The Nightmare family who keeps becoming what's his dentist family. It's just the same dudes from that group rejoining this guy's group instead of being with Cody Rhodes. It makes no sense. <laughs> Go get some new wrestlers. Like the Gun which, Club would be a good heel faction on their own. Dad which which and watching it, uh, watching it live or whatever Wednesday night, it's like okay. As soon as they all started to back up behind Paul, I'm like, okay, here it comes. Somebody said to him with the chair. But when uh, Paul White got hit with, ass. well, kind of. But when when he got hit with the chair, he took a good bump. Well, yeah, because they hit him on his surgically replaced titanium hip yeah but like they were trying to play it like oh his replaced hip and he was laying on the ground like he was dead but like when he got hit like he didn't just fall flat on his face like he like turned sideways and did like a fucking like a good back bump like like big show took a bump mm-hmm. it wasn't just like a like when in wwe and you got hit and you do like a fall like a small roll to the ground and then just lay there and curl up in a ball like he took the, he took the mat when he got hit like he made sure he took a bump hey everybody's like hyping over like whoa long time friends billy gunn and Paul White, blah, blah, blah yeah, turned yeah. on him and it's like... No, they, weren't, yeah. they wrestled against each other a few times. When, and when were they buddies? I seen them cuss uh, each other in the when ring. When AEW wrote the storyline. <laughs> yeah. I seen them talk shit to each other in a wrestling ring before because Billy Gunn's like a fucking straight up man and Big Show's like seven feet tall and then I seen like Billy Gunn get right in his face and they Billy were... Billy Gunn ain't that much smaller than he is. No, that's what I'm saying. I watched him and Big Show stand face to face and like he really wasn't that much smaller than Big Show and like wide-wise, like, I mean... He's like a good portion of Big Show. I mean, Billy Gunn's, a, he's uh, even what, he's like maybe 58, 57, no. something like that. He's in his, he's in his 50s. Dude is still solid. And he wrestled <laughs> in that match the other night I was watching. I was like, Jesus Christ, like, I don't know how he still, like, looks the way he does and doesn't have, like, any type of, like, saggage. He's, he's got, like, the old people freckled chest now and shit. Yeah, but, like, if you look at him, like, he's still, like, cut. 
Like there's no not yeah. there's no stretch no doesn't, extra doesn't, doesn't look doesn't look like Jericho. <laughs> nah, but Jericho has been one of them guys. I'll tell you, he doesn't lift weights. He just does DDP yoga, and that's it. He said Jericho's he quit lift- been drinking since AEW started. <laughs> Jericho talked about how he quit lifting weights. Like well, he's got the bubbly. He he quit lifting weights before his when he came back to WWE with the short hair. He quit lifting weights and doing all that stuff like way before that, and has just been living off of basically being Jericho. So he hasn't really. I mean, I'm sure he still works out, but he just when DDP yoga started, he started doing that, and he said, "I just cut weights completely out." <clears throat> doesn't need him. He doesn't. He said he doesn't need him. Brent times out his bathroom breaks poorly. Oh, well, you know, it's what it is. It's like we're we're almost done with the rant. Now we got nothing to talk about. <laughs> he just off up the one takes that... off on us. <laughs> Brent, the show's off the hinges. He did Get that back. that one time. We thought he left. <laughs> this motherfucker just took off. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, you know that fucking that NXT was on here the whole time, right? The takeover. Yeah. Where was that? Under the takeover ship? I went to it and it wasn't there. It had all the takeovers except for that one. Oh. I tried to I tried to go to it. And I went home and watched it. They got some sure. ECW shit on here this week. Look Guilty at that. Guilty charged. Barbed wire hoodies and what's this? Oh, we're Barbed watching Barbed wire it. hoodies and choke slams. We're watching it. I don't know what it is. Fall time. I time seen for a, barbed wire hoodies and I seen a gang girl. Slams. 1995 ECW. Oh shit! Wow, that's some old shit here. All right, look, well, we got off the hinges with you. Yeah, yeah you tell you walked off. You said off you had a poor timing on your bathroom break. Like we were almost done with the rant, and you got up. It's like, oh shit, where we go from here? Here's a good <laughs> minute twenty of some just trash right there for you. Oh whatever. <laughs> I think people find it entertaining. Somewhat. You know what them technical difficulties are? Peacock had to cut some shit out because it's too uh, too exclusive for TV. The ECW arena. Hey, that's that's like four days after my birthday. June seventeenth, nineteen ninety five. I would have turned nine like four days. Barbed wire that. hoodies and choke slams on the Peacock so Network. I turned ten five days after that. Oh, we got the Philadelphia Flyers jersey going on. Okay, we got to get back to. I don't know what's <laughs> going on right now. Some uh, weird shit happening. Anna J returned after the uh, Ty Conti and uh, Penelope Ford match on Dynamite. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm not so much her, but the chick with the fucking giant sunglasses on jumps up and does the splits. Penelope. Yeah, she's fucking bad, dude. <laughs> the bad girl. Yeah, she's she's, she originally started with uh, uh. She came out with the bunny, right? Yeah, yeah she originally she originally started with Joey Janela when yeah, fuck the that company dude. started. Uh, she's married to Kip Sabian. What happened to fucking Nutella? Oh, he's around. He's Je- on. You mean Jelly Nutella? He's yeah. been he's been here and there. Uh, he turned on his tag team partner on Dark, and uh, he wrestled a Dark match at uh, the Rampage that we went to in Chicago. Haven't seen him since then, though. Hmm, that's weird that he hasn't actually been on like any TV show or. Like, they only use him when they they're desperate. I mean, he doesn't put on <laughs> terrible matches. A couple I've seen of him. That one he had with Kenny Omega was really good, anyway. Yeah. He he's like that. Uh, shit, we haven't used Joey and. Two or three months. Yeah, give him a match. Yeah, <laughs> so, you don't need a title. Let's just give him one good match. Yeah, he he does a lot of indie shows. But yeah, uh, well, Anna J came back, so that's you guys. I see you guys have a lot to say about Anna J coming. Back. I don't know too much about her, so I Is can't that say anything. Jungle Boy's old lady. Yeah, I know what. What's her name was super excited about it. When Ty, she, as soon as her, as soon as her music hit, she looked up and had this big goofy looking smile on her face, and she <laughs> came out, and I was like. DDT her and turn on her, like, because that's usually what happens when someone gets that excited about their partner coming back. They immediately turn on them, and it didn't happen. I was like, oh, poo. 
And then the other, to you, uh, the main event of the show, you had the Elite against the Lucha Bros and Jurassic Express. That was a hell of a match, man. I'll have to go back and watch it now. It's pretty good. Of course, I like watching Jurassic Lu- Express lose. I like watching yeah, those guys. Yeah, Lucha, Luchasaurus took the loss. I like watching those guys. Are you going to have Jungle other. Boy or the Lucha Bros take the pen? At the end of it, they kept going crazy and fucking super kicking old boy in the face. And yeah, then Kenny Omega had yeah. to tell him to stop because he was fucking... Oh, it's Christian. They were holding him against the ropes and double super kicking him in the face, and they just were doing it nonstop and wouldn't quit. And then Kenny Omega finally had to tell him to stop because it, it did get to the point where I was like... If you kick somebody in the face that much, there's no way they could even fucking survive. Like, it's just way too many super kicks, man. And way then, too many. Who's this big motherfucker? That's that's nine one one, bro. Oh, and that's then they, who uh, Paul Heyman used to call when he was trouble. <laughs> and then they, yeah, uh, seriously. Kenny Omega had Don Callis lower the cage because he stole the keys from Tony Khan, and then they continued to beat the shit out of the yeah. yeah, Tony came all down all pissed off or whatever. Tied him to then they. Hank handcuffed him to the ropes or some shit, didn't they? One of them. I think so. And just beat the shit right out of him. But yeah, apparently Don Callis stole the keys to lower the cage. What you know? What you know? How that's gonna get turned on Pac, right? Because then Andrade's like, had you had you guys been down with me, that shit would never happen to you because I would have came out and helped you. Well, yeah. But you're with Pac, and he didn't even get here because his visa got jacked. Ha <laughs> ha. Yep. So yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, Lucha Bros are gonna end up turning on Pac, which sucks because I like the Death Triangle. I think it's neat. And then going to uh, Rampage, you had the kickoff match between Malachi Black and Lee Johnson. So Somebody got kicked in the head. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> Arn Anderson's son got knocked boog out with the kick to the head, too. He yeah. sold it real good. Yeah, so did Lee Johnson. He took a better kick. He, uh, he looked like he got shot, man, when he got kicked. <laughs> so wow. Now, so now Black moves on to the next member of the Nightmare family. So Dustin Rhodes. Yeah, he goes against Dustin on this week's Dynamite coming up. He got a pretty good promo though, I heard. Dustin? Yeah. He always does, yeah. That's one thing about him is he's actually even at Dust- his age. Five and decades ago. And D- Dustin's just like a Joey Janela. It's like, oh shit, we haven't gave Dustin a match in two or three months. I mean he don't need a match every I mean he's old enough to the point where he doesn't need a match every week and, and but when he does have a match it's so good that like he can't I mean he's crisp on the ring, dude. And I came in and was like, "Man, you think you don't you know something about this industry? I've been in this industry for five decades." <laughs> I don't. I think at this point, the face paint and some of the stuff that he does doesn't make any sense. But like, he you can dudes can go at his age, and he can go like way better than some of the guys who are like championship material right now. So he's gonna be one of them dudes that was like, could have been, should have been, and never was, you know, because it's just circumstances. And then they had a pointless two-on-one handicap match between Chris Statlander. Against Rebel and Jamie Hader, because just get Chris over as a tough. Yeah, they want her to make she it won. seem like she's going to yeah. be the person who probably ends up beating Britt Baker. If not, it'll you don't be, think she's going to win? You don't think so? They're not going to have Britt. They're not going to have Britt lose. Chris Statlander fan. They're not going to have Britt lose the title yet. I don't know, man. And if I love Britt Baker, but I don't know Chris Statlander's. They've been making her, and they just had her do the old John Cena beat the whole in, in Nexus right before he won the title bullshit, like. She just beat people, <laughs> just beat two chicks the other night. Like, I, oh. I think if uh, Statlander didn't tear her ACL and was gone for 11 months, I think she would already been. I, I think that's why they, they might give her the title because she's been gone and because she's on this hot run back and everybody's like fucking super about it. Like, I, that could be a good reason for them to give it to her and just not that you want to fast track somebody like that. But then again, like, maybe she gets hurt in three months and she doesn't ever get another shot at being as over as she is right now. So. And it's exciting to see a title change hands, and it might be the only title that changes hands all night if it does. Good Lord. Possible. 
Oh, yeah, look at the arms on that fucking cat. That's a big boy. All right. Uh, and then uh, the other match, you had Derby against uh, Daniel Garcia, which we I talked about earlier because he wrestled the two matches simultaneously on two different TV and shows. And that's the other little dude who keeps running out and like attacking him from behind and yeah. shit, right? Yeah, yeah. he's uh, not actually signed. Daniel Garcia been beating up everybody. He's not uh, actually signed by AEW, but uh, he's one of the top indie stars right now. And I'm sure he probably will be. They don't yeah. have like a cruiserweight division like Is established. Young ass Mikey Whipwreck. No. Yes. Which honest, honestly, I think AEW needs like one more championship. Well, that's what I was thinking. I with you know guys like they have a, a fair amount of guys that are like Darby Allen size and smaller, obviously. Uh, They're trying to have a lot of guys over that's Darby Allen size. What's, what's, Jungle Boys. Not saying over. I'm it. saying they have a lot of guys that are his size, so it would make sense for them to have not that like, can't have an X division title or a cruiserweight title. But I mean. It, a light heavyweight title because obviously the TV titles they're not going to let the little guys have that weight title just legit S- something I don't just know just legitimize the FTW championship nah because then it don't make no sense you have to change the name of it featherweight I, that's what you'd have to change it to <laughs> you know because right now the, it's the, the, the world the title a, the AEW uh, to, isn't or just call it like the welterweight championship or something stupid like that. Like I said, I don't know. They could. And, you know, uh, the one guy from UFC. They, they keep talking about having a trio's champion, tag team championship too. But, I mean, they have plenty of three-man tag teams. But I don't, you, you, they've taken enough ideas from New Japan. They don't need a six-man tag team title. <laughs> the uh, the one guy from uh, was an American top team, he cut a promo uh, on Dynamite this last week too. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. Dan, Dan Lambert. Lambert. Yeah. Man, Dude. I need to go back and watch it just for a minute. the ponytail coming off the back of that dude's head? I, s- I can't I see because his fucking head. 1995, <laughs> yo. I love it. Guess, I guess I missed a... I should do that. I guess I didn't pay that close attention to Lambert this week then because... Uh, it was well, pretty good. It wasn't long. It was a recorded one, too. He wasn't in the ring or anything, but it was pretty good. Well, the bad part is half the time now I come home from trivia and watch AEW afterwards and... And you're half drunk. One too All many right. beers to the wind. <laughs> yeah, normally. Just got over really fast for some reason, and I don't know why. Two matches. What? Wait a minute. <laughs> well, I normally watch it on t- or Thursday night. Thought you only took fifteen minutes to cook them chicken nuggets, didn't you? Yeah, a little over an hour. Thing is, though, this week for Impact, I did watch it in like twenty minutes because I fast forwarded through most of it. Uh, <laughs> oh, Impact! Yeah, I didn't. I didn't a lot of their matches, though. you can get the gist of it from watching it in double speed. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> do they even make an ups and downs for impact? Yes, actually I do. Oh and wow. I think, and I think it's the same uh I was reaching for that one. Sometimes it's Simon Miller and then other times it's the same dude who does NXT and oh, so just I who, do I do not like that kid. Whoever has time to do it though. Yeah. yeah, he has on NXT he does the yellow jacket thing. And that shit makes me so mad. He's gonna have to do a fucking painted jacket now, I guess, isn't he? Just, let, <laughs> just take him outside and let him get shot by a bunch of paintballs. <laughs> They might. That'd be funny. <laughs> he has like a yellow jacket. It's like the best thing of the week or whatever. And like, you can't do that no more, I guess. It's annoying. <laughs> it is. All right. Well, we're to the uh, highlight of the weekend. It's time for the all out card. Oh. Do, have they shared what order all the matches are going to come out in or are they keeping no, that secret? No, I just, I just wrote down the card. What so. uh, what before you get into it? Uh, where do you think CM Punk's match is going to sit on the card? Mid card, high, yeah, mid, low. Uh, you want them to watch the whole thing, so it's probably going to be second to last. I think it'll be the very first match. Otherwise, called the mid-card. very first match as soon as the pay per view starts. I bet it's CM Punk versus Darby Allen. 
think so. Well, Fuck yeah, it's Chicago, and you want to get the fi- you want to get the crowd fired up for the night, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, the championship's probably going to be in the main event. It seems that way with AEW, that, and I think they you know the belt should be in every main event. We've had that discussion before. WWE doesn't believe in that shit, <laughs> but I think that as since AEW started, I think every main event's been a title match at every pay per view that they've had. So besides uh, double or nothing. Um, yeah, they had the big ass fucking uh, stadium stampede. Stadium stampede match. It's had or it's main event the last two double or nothing. That's not a one on one though, so I don't. But I I wouldn't surprise me with Chicago being CM Punk's hometown. And... Was the poofy match fucking the title shot? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I could see it being him and Darby right out of the gate to get the crowd just fucking fired up for the whole entire night and booming and shit. Not and on the pay-per-view, though, man. So why not? That's too early. I mean, because they're going to fire up, then die. Dan- if they're having all these people... Brian, Brian Danielson. Like I said, if they're having him show they, up... I think they open up at the Battle Royal. Well, the women's Battle Royal is going to be on there, right? Yeah. Yeah, they moved it from the uh, buy-in show. Because yeah. of the Andrade match getting cut, correct? Yep. I don't know, man. You could almost throw that middle of the fucking card to let people get up and have a bathroom break. Nah, it's gonna be too many people. Look at fucking Gangrel, bro. There's gonna be too many people uh, debuting during the. And no, they've already announced 19 of the 21 participants, okay. and they all wrestle for AEW already. 19 of 21. Yep. So there's gonna be two Jokers, I think. And then painted on eyebrows. Yeah, it gotta be. That's a uh, Gangrel in the Dungeon of Doom looking like. Oh God, those are real fangs. <laughs> he looks. He looks horrible. They're real fangs. All right. Well, we'll start with the buy. We'll uh, get predictions and all that. We'll start with the buy-in. You have a ten-man tag match. Uh, you have the best friends pairing with Jurassic Express against the Hardy family. I used to be the best friends in Jurassic Express, and so it's it's private party H two and Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy's face is like... busted up too, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. I was yeah. just starting to like fucking Jungle Boy. I mean, he can't help the fact that he's in the little crew, and they got to do that. You gotta do that shit, man. Every once in a while, he ain't friends well, you gotta with fucking remember. friends. Well, you got. I mean, well, they're both going up against. They're both the face, Hardys. They're both face groups, and they're having trouble with the Hardys. So you know how it is in wrestling. But a ten man tags a lot of people in one match. That's New Japan shit right there. <laughs> oh yeah, every every show on New Japan has eight man tag, ten man tag. Yeah, that's so. a bit, that's a bit excessive. But you know they're pretty good about making it pretty exciting. So I, I think it's. I only like big matches like that when they're elimination. But I'll, I'll give the win to the Jungle Boy and the best friends. Yeah. Lucha. Not Lucha House Party, but... Lucha. 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 Actually, the Lucha House Party is supposed to be on Raw Monday night for some reason. Wow. For to some get, reason. To get stomped yeah. out by Bobby Lashley, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it popped up on my Twitter feed. But, uh... So, uh, okay. We got the Women's Battle Royal. I didn't write down all the participants because pretty much any female that's in AEW is in it. Um... Ruby Soho is winning it. I think she's, she's going to be one of the... She's, she's one of the two jokers. She's going to be one. And I think that uh, Miro's wife might be the other one. CJ. If she doesn't show up with him when he defends his TNT title anyway. CJ Perry. I, well, that's her name on Twitter. I don't her. know if that's what she's going with. Hmm. It'd be funny if she was Lana instead of Lana. I'm, uh, I'm going to pick. <laughs> no? I'm thinking... Uh, I'm feeling Thunder Rosa. Hmm. Oh, speaking of her, the the thing that she was in you this broke last the cardinal rule. What? Anytime that you can pick Ruby Riot, you're gonna pick Ruby Riot. Yeah, no. She ain't Ruby Riot anymore. She's Ruby Soho, no. <laughs> She's Ruby Soho. On uh on Dynamite this last week, they were gonna go do a interview with Thunder Rosa and then she got jumped by 
the what's her name? Kira, not Kira Hogan, the chick with the silver hair. Jay, uh, Jay, Jay Cargill, Cargill and uh, the other chick. And it was a very, like, you could see that they weren't throwing any, like, when they were throwing their punches, they were just like, uh, uh, just kind of throwing that's them. Because, that's because Jade's that bitch. And then old girl was on the ground, and, like, they were stomping her, but you could tell they were, like, like TV stomps. TV stomps. And then, like, it was just really, really bad. And, like, it was real slow moving. Like, there was no, like, it didn't, there was no viciousness behind it. Like, you could tell it was, like, we did this, like, with two seconds, and then we put it out there. And after it got over, Thunderosa was like smacking the ground real hard and making weird noises and shit. And it was like, no, you guys just kind of ruined that whole shot there. Oh. Well, Chris Statlander's in the women's championship match, so I'm picking Thunderosa. Is uh, <laughs> Jade Cargill in the Battle Royal? Yes. That's who I'm picking. She's not ready. Maybe not to you. I don't I don't like uh She She's like a female almost. I'm telling you, man. She, I, think it, I think it's going to be I don't her. like her. I think it's just her name. It reminds <laughs> me of Beerstown. Cargill. (laughs) I think it's going to be her that gets the dub myself. If not, and as well, is Kira Hogan going to be in it? Yep. I don't know, man. Kira Hogan's in it. That hair is not the shit. Dude, he is fucking golden. He's got a tube top on. He's always got a tube top on. We're talking about Stevie Richards. He's a man. Clint hates Stevie Richards. Look at the young Tommy Dreamer there. So does it mean next Saturday night you want me to wear my BWO shirt? (laughs) So Tommy Dreamer has had a few less pretzel sticks and cups of coffee in 1995. Yeah. I think he still has a six-pack there, I bet. Tommy actually screwed Tommy out of his championship match on Impact uh, Thursday night. He don't need to be Impact champion or be in an Impact championship He's never going to be a world champion ever (laughs) again. He didn't even want to be the ECW champion. No, that's why he lost it like 20 minutes after he won it he sells real hard on busted open like he really does run impact and all that though like he run, like he owns it runs it well he might so we'll move on to the next match on the card it's you all got, a gimmick brother you got Paul White against QT Marshall uh, I'm gonna say that I would I want I want Paul White to win and I feel like for some reason he's going to but he went there to get over younger talent so you would think that QT Marshall You just don't like QT Marshall. I don't, but you would have to think that because they're there to get younger talent over that he's going to win, but I would think that you'd like QT Marshall with his jersey bullshit. He's not a good wrestler. So no, I don't. (laughs) He's not he's not he smiles too much. He's too he's not there's something about him that's just not He's like I said, he's like C.W. Anderson or Mike Awesome. <laughs> I'm ready for DDP to Mike come Awesome out. was the shit. I'm ready for DDP to come out and give him the diamond cutter. Or uh, he kind of reminds me of uh, above average Mike Sanders. <laughs> you know, I like or Mike Sanders, Sean too. Stasiak. I love both of them. They can't like fucking wrestle. I like shit. the 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 stupid name that guy had, and that's why I bring it up all the time because <laughs> it's so terrible. But that dude could not wrestle at all, and fucking Sean Stasiak can't wrestle. That's why he doesn't wrestle now. <laughs> Meat. Meat. Fucking the mecca Is of that manhood. Luna? Yeah, Luna Vachon. Rest in peace. She's another one who's passed away. They were dating at that time, I believed. Huh. That's right. This is but they were married for a long time. Uh, gang girl and Luna, and I think this is why they were dating. And then she, he went to WWE, and then I think she went back to Smoky Mountain, or maybe they went both went to Smoky Mountain, and then he went to WWE. They and both then, went to WWE. Yeah, I know, but he like he went there, and then they like was only there for a quick cup of coffee, and then they they got rid of him, oh. and then they kept her because she got with Gold Dust, and then he disappeared for a while, and then they brought him back as the as doing the vampire gimmick again and shit, huh. and then they put Edge with him and did all the the brood stuff. But he was on... Um, <laughs> this motherfucker was just in the ring. He was on uh, Chris Van... I want to say it right. Van Valet. Van Valet. 
uh, show, and he basically talked about his whole entire career on there, and um, how you know he went through the whole situation with the name, and how he had to you know can't use the gang girl name. That's why he's a vampire warrior now, and all that. And huh. The getting the teeth and all that, because he thought it was gonna make get him super his real over. teeth, right? Yeah, he said he said he thought it was gonna get him super over because they wanted to be a vampire. He's like, but all I did was like make it to where I couldn't talk on the microphone. <laughs> Blame the teeth. So you're picking Paul White. I am. You're picking, picking QT Marshall. No more BS. Who's that? I'm, B- I'm BS. <laughs> he wants to get one of those shirts because it's his initials. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. <laughs> Teachers give you shit when you, they tell you to write your initials on stuff, and they're like, "Okay, who's a smart ass?" <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with uh, Paul White. QT's underrated, man. He, uh, I didn't say I didn't like QT. I'm just saying uh, yeah. AEW likes to. I think Cody makes his comeback, helps him win, or something yeah. Something like that's going to happen. Somebody's gonna have, Mark Henry, somebody's going to help him win. I hope he just comes in and just beats fucking Paul White. Stupid. Just Paul White, zero offense. Oh, and if you see Mark Henry, don't take a picture of him without asking. He don't like that shit. He's talking <laughs> about on the radio this morning. Wow. He said, I will stop a whole entire crowd and tell them to get the fuck out of here. I don't here. think I'd ever want a picture of Mark Henry. He's one of my <laughs> least liked wrestlers ever. He uh, no, he was I'm a fan of the he Hall was of Pain. A, he was apparently in Chicago last night someplace, and there was somebody videotaping him, and it upset him. But they were just, he's like, if you want a picture, you want to videotape me, ask. He's like, don't just videotape me, all weird buddy. Mark Henry was the luckiest motherfucker in the fallout of the Monday Night Roars ever. Like signed a fifteen year deal in like nineteen ninety nine. He was gone off and the TV. Like the for whole him. landscape completely fucking changed and he get paid the whole motherfucking time. He was off T V for a really long time. He went back to do that that strongman shit or whatever. Yeah. I mean he represented WWE while he was doing it, but he also didn't know how to wrestle and wasn't learning how to wrestle, so they sent his ass away. <laughs> Did the same thing with Big Show. Yeah, he went to OVW. Yeah, he just had a piss poor attitude, though, and was a smoker. He went to OVW and ECW, didn't he? Yeah, but when you sit underneath Undertaker's learning tree and you learn nothing, that means that you don't know how to do shit. So they <laughs> sent him away. Yeah, he had a bad attitude issue for sure. All right. Uh, next match, you got John Moxley against Satoshi Kohima. Uh, uh, ooh, I don't know, man. Kohima's like to see Mox win, but then again, like this has been built up for a while, right? So no, not them. The no, it's it was supposed to be Hiroshi Tanahashi, but uh, the New Japan thing that I talked about earlier happening. Um, he defended his United States Championship. I guess it would have been yesterday in Japan here today hmm. um, against Kota Ibushi, and he retained. Interesting. So. I don't know. I could go either way. I assume. <clears throat> Mox will win, and then they'll just really that guy will get you know an American audience he'll, to see his he'll, skill he'll, set. He'll get up and do like Eugene Agata did and show respect because Moxley beat him. Yeah, yeah. little pray, the little thing on the knees where they prayed it. Yeah, so we're all picking the Mox. Yeah, I think yeah, he's our guy. My wife will flip out when uh, Moxley comes out. <laughs> uh, you worried about me pulling my pants down? No, <laughs> I'll let her stay in uh, Cook County Joe. <laughs> No, just kidding. Just kidding. You're being recorded, Brent. Oh, I know. She gives me shit every time she listens to the show. <laughs> you said that? Yeah, I did. Uh, you got the final match. You have Chris Jericho against MJF. If Jericho loses, he goes to, uh, or he'll never wrestle in AEW yeah. again. Yeah. He goes to the Rampage desk. Hmm. 
I, I think Jericho's on his way out to do his tour. I think he finally save gets, the world tour. I think he finally gets the dub. Can't save the world when they shut it back down again. Jericho don't get no facts. He never even stopped touring. I know. I've seen that video online. <laughs> I said this Fozzie, this Fozzie, uh, uh, shows the lit and it had like seven people down the front row and there's like not very many people there at all and Jericho's up there just wailing on the microphone and shit and it's like <laughs> right as the pandemic hit and nobody showed up to one of their shows. Yeah, I think it's the summer of Jericho. They've been building it for like the last year. He I did cut Jer- a shit good promo the other night. He's going again, on tour, like, right? He's announced it. Jer- like, yeah, but shit, he can still wrestle they, and go on tour. Fozzy, I think, has a show up th- that direction tonight. Yeah, so they're wrestling. They're wrestling. <laughs> They're fucking singing in Chicago tonight. He was talking about it. Then I think they're in like Sheboygan and some other places later this week. But mm. so he's still, I mean, he does his podcast still. He does like two podcasts a day. He's got a fuckload saved back though. That's yeah, a good show. He like carries his recorder so with him last, wherever he goes. Yeah. Oh yeah. So he does them pretty much right there in his hotel room or meets up with a guy on the road right. or wherever he's at. I've heard him from the fucking in. airport before. Yeah. Had like a layover or whatever. Yep. So the last one he did was uh, right after, not the last one, but the one I told you I was listening to was right after he got done wrestling Hooventude. Yeah, uh, that was the Quentin Tarantino one. I, I got to give, I got to do, like, I'm just, I'm going with Jericho. I have to. I'm, I'm saying Ric Flair shows up, this, low blows Jericho, MJF gets the fucking win. This is Jericho's also. Jericho's gone. Rick Clint whips his pants out. <laughs> this is also the, um, the debut of Jericho in WWE uh, as the same day as this match that he's having with uh, MJF. Oh, no. It's the when Jericho of his debut. In WWE, yeah. Wow. I believe that's what they said the other night. His his, w, his WWE debut or whatever is the same exact like night as the, this match is or right. whatever. So he could be donezo. <clears throat> Jericho's going out. You think so? I think so. He was and, talking about it, you know. I think it's going to be Ric Flair's fault. He, yeah, so he was kind of bringing some shine to the fact that it was, you know, the fact that he had started in WWE here and now he's in AEW here, and it's like, oh, maybe it could be his last match, maybe not. I don't know. Jericho's good at throwing people off and shit. He's been around long enough that he can cut a promo to where you'd be like, that was scathing enough that nothing bad's going to happen to him. And then ten minutes later, uh, you know, Eric Bischoff comes out and fires him on live TV, and he's like, please don't fire me, please don't fire me. Yeah, that's so, crazy. You know. Anything could happen in that match. The inner Circle's still out there. Pinnacle's still out there. And neither of those groups have been really talked about since the last giant match they had with each other. It's just been MJF and Jericho. Sammy Guevara's been here and there. Yeah. And Pride and Glory, or whatever we're calling ourselves this week, uh, we're off doing, you know, they're doing their own tag team thing now. Still representing, but at Where's the same Jake time, Hager they're not. He ain't been on there since Hammerfist. In the man He's been hanging out playing Nintendo. <laughs> Maybe he's come back to WWE. Hammer fists. Hammer fists. <laughs> Him and JR are both coming back to WWE. <laughs> uh, JR is actually supposed to be taking a lesser role with the... Uh... Well, he said... So I, I read that shit, but he said on his podcast that it was news to him. He hadn't heard nothing about that. Mm, I know uh, he, he probably doesn't remember saying it. <laughs> he he got a little upset with Conrad on one of his podcasts here not too long ago. and Really? His, uh, there's some people... A lot of people in JR's older age have been kind of getting to where they just don't want to be around him done kind of done with him because they'll say something in the media and then he takes it and gets all pissy about it and talks about it on his podcast and jr don't give no fucks you know? uh, that's what happens when you drink bourbon he's got none left he'd be calling it monday night like see you next monday with big show well, he's wasted doing the show half the time he talks about it on his podcast be, you know, get up start drinking and then next day you know we're doing the tv show and it's like that's probably part of the problem jr you shit lit <laughs> well 
I mean, on the bridge, 1995 we're, edition. We're working on it. <laughs> I'm having my daddy sodas, as 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 a uh, Dave LaGreca likes to call him. Is what? it because they couldn't call him an Ultimate Warrior of Proportions because they would have got sued? So yeah, he had probably. to be a warrior of ultimate proportions instead. We're talking about fucking. All right, Sam Punk. Jim. Sam Punk versus Isn't Darby Allen. Fucking uh, ain't that goddamn Jimmy Snuka? <laughs> yeah. Dangerous Mouthus. <laughs> Anora Loose Cannon, a cell phone junkie whose business mergers usually involve AT and T portable and blue chip human skull. See yuppie psychosis. Scourge of Scarsdale. <laughs> <laughs> So you got CM Punk or Darby Allen? Uh, I've got to go with CM Punk. I think he's, you know, Sting's not going to stay out there. He said he's he cut a bad promo on Dynamite. And then he said he's not he's going to give Darby the fist and go to the back because he thinks Darby's ready. And if Sting thinks Darby's ready, he's not sure Darby's ready, then I think Darby's probably going to lose to CM Punk, which, you know. Yeah, you don't have, you don't have CM Punk lose his debut. But then again, you could. And then that could have CM Punk lose his first three matches. That I was lead- going to talk about being there to put the fucking young guys over and not put the fucking young guy over. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, he could lose his first three matches, and that gives CM Punk a reason to turn heel. Because you know how much he likes to fuck with the crowd. You know, he made uh, ROH a, think he was leaving and then yeah, came back a, out, won the title, a, and then left. Yeah, but right now <laughs> he's enjoying the crowd too much to... I don't know, man. He's one of them fucking guys that loves to have the crowd just turn on him in an instant, too, though. I mean, if you watch that documentary on Peacock, it. oh, did you? Say he's one of them dudes that loves to just have the crowd love him and then turn around and be like, ha, fuck you, and have see, them all boo. See, the bad part is I know CM Punk from Ring of Honor, but then he went to WWE and I stopped watching wrestling, so I don't <laughs> That's know what about, I mean. Yeah. In Ring of Honor, he made everybody think he was leaving and he got he was yeah. a bad guy, made him think he was leaving, got all that sympathy, and then turned around won the title and didn't leave and had them all booing him again immediately. Early, earlier yeah, this week, by the time he left, they were all in love with him again. Right, exactly, but he has the power to do that shit. So uh, if he wants to turn heel tonight or tomorrow night, he could turn heel tomorrow night. Earlier this week, I was talking to Dick about uh, I'm ready to see him against Colt Cabana. And he uh, goes, I don't know, he, man. yeah, that's what he said. He goes, there's a lot of shit that happened there. I'm like, well, I, don't, I don't know what you're yeah, talking about. It'd be like that, CM Punk versus Dark Order and Colt Cabana just happens to be at ringside maybe. But I don't know, man. I don't think they're not friends, see, right? Not unless they've made up and we haven't been made privy to that. But I'm saying if they're standing. They didn't know same, about the lawsuit and all that shit. CM Punk didn't? Brent. Oh, you didn't? About no. the, yeah. This, Colt Cabana like lost his podcast and shit over that. Lost his like, house and shit, I think. You know, it sucks if we didn't have to work tomorrow. Like, if we could have left early to go to the show, Colt Cabana's doing his podcast live from across the street. They're having a big fucking tailgate party. That's all right. Last time I listened to Colt, Caban- Colt Cabana's podcast was when CM Punk was on it talking about why he got fired from WWE. Yeah, I think that too. was his biggest yeah, episode no, I wanted, ever. I wanted to go drink across the street from the arena and ha- at the tailgating party with the wrestlers and all that shit. No, I was going to say, we could scream at Colt Cabana if you want to. I don't have a problem with that. Oh, okay. But yeah, we won't get up there until... That's not Jimmy Snooky either. I don't know who that dude is, but he looks like X-Pac, and it's definitely not X-Pac. But yeah, we won't get up there until like the 5.30. Motherfucker's three times as big as X-Pac. But his face looks like X-Pac. He's got a mullet. I'll give you that. I don't know who it is. He's stacked, though. All right, now we're into the uh, title matches. So we have the tag team championship match. The Young Bucks against the Lucha Bros inside of Steel Cage. I think they're finally going to lose the Lucha Bros. I do, too. I mean, if they don't, then that gives Andrade even more of a reason to come out and be like, "See, you should be with me. You'd be the tag team champion." I'm pissed at Lucha Bros because they beat Jungle Express, but or, I or, fucking hate the Jacksons. Or more. maybe Chavo or Andrade helps them win the titles, and then that gives Andrade to go, "See, you wouldn't be the tag team champion because it wasn't for me and Chavo. You got to be with me now." See, I think the whole Visa issue 
uh, with Pack is what screwed this thing up because mm-hmm. I think that match would have been before and they won the championships and that match would have been later and yep. they would have turned. Yep. So if and they might not at all. They might just be teasing that shit and then they might not at all. But I don't know, man. I I just would like to see that that Spanish supergroup if you ask me. With Ric Flair. Nah, not necessarily with him, but the Spanish four horsemen. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> so they're gonna bring in Fuego del Sol. <laughs> they just beat him up and demasters ass. Actually, the other night. actually, no, you'd bring in Sammy. Nah, I wouldn't put Sammy in there. He's too punk rock for a four horseman. He don't, he ain't a suit. You talking about Sammy Guevara? Yeah. Nah, man, he ain't a suit wearing type. He's a panda wearing motherfucking type. You need cats that could wear a suit, and even Penta could put on the mask and the face paint and look real good in a suit. But I don't know, man. Sammy's got that weird haircut and. He he's got the tight skinny jean kind of. He's attitude. fucking four foot eleven. Also, he'd be the member. No, of, that, no that's Kira Hogan. He oh. he'd be the member of the four horsemen that got kicked out after like two weeks because he was wasn't horseman material. You know what I mean? Not <laughs> like that he Jeff can't. Jarrett. Not that he can't party and pull his thing out, but like just the pull his thing out. I don't know. There's a certain style of a four horseman, like, and a lot of people look like they could be a one, but they just can't. Couldn't do it. Like couldn't. I mean. um Pretty Paul Rome is one of them. Jeff right. Jarrett also. All right. So you have the TNT Championship title match. You have Eddie Kingston against Miro. I don't like Miro's fucking god shit. Uh, you mean uh, bearing? Not god shit. It's a uh, king. God's whatever. gift to fucking wrestling is what he calls God's, himself. God's oh, you're talking about Miro? I thought you were talking about Eddie Kingston's God's, promo that he God's, cut the other night. God's there's, favorite champion. There's people yeah. right now that are mad at Eddie Kingston because he talked about Miro's god. Or whatever. And people are, like he said on the radio this morning, people are mean tweeting him about talking shit about God. He said, if you actually listen to the promo that I cut, I talked about Miro's God that tells him he's the best wrestler in the world, blah, 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 whatever, which is a wrestling God, not a real God. People listen and pay attention to the show. He goes, they would know that. He goes, yeah. so people stop tweeting me. He goes, I love God. I'm a religious person. I wear a cross with beats to the ring. <laughs> yeah, and when ready, well, actually, when Eddie gets on a rant, and his accent just starts going. You can't tell what he's saying half the time anyway. Don't matter. He's uh, what do you say? He's half Irish, Puerto Rican, something today on the radio. Oh, fuck so, I don't know. I didn't listen to that. He's a he's a melting pot. <laughs> Good. I mean, you take, he's, a, you take a Miro or Kingston? Oh, man. Kingston. I like them both so much. I'm going with Miro. I'm going Kingston. Kingston. I'm sticking with Miro. I think CJ Perry makes her debut. And think, I think Eddie's over enough to where he's going to hold the TNT title. It would be neat. But I'm, I gotta, because Miro's to the point now where I think he's Miro gonna, ain't shit, ain't never been shit, ain't never going to be shit. Well, I'm not I'm not on the same page as that. No, I'm thinking Miro's said. about to go for the world title. Fucking fly swat you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no, out of here Miro ain't shit. going to no fucking title. Miro, I could see him moving up towards the AEW championship. Tony, not with CM Punk, Daniel Bryan on the motherfucking team. Tony Khan says he has big plans for Miro. <laughs> what he said his words means he just took a shit and Miro needs to fucking plunge it I don't know man I think since he's gotten away from the (laughs) I think since he's gotten away from the best man shit and on this new gimmick I think he's doing pretty good I hate this new gimmick I'm God's gift to wrestling only thing I don't like is when he puts in the the camel clutch he falls all the way back on his back like that's how you're getting pinned that way dog well that's why he kind of angles himself now Mm. because the the night he actually won the TNT championship yeah he lost by a three count but they don't talk about that Okay, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Christopher just texted me and says, go watch Enemy at the Gates right now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like your brother? Yeah. yeah. All right. He must was, be listening. Was he on auto draft last night for this NFL? No. No, he just he said he's not a football guy. So he's all offense. Like, well, no, like his team, like 
whoever was at the top of the fucking list he just took. That's why his team is supposed to be like the second highest scoring team. Uh, if he didn't know, I mean, he he'll admit, he admitted he's not a football. He used to like when we were like younger. Watch, he was a Raiders fan. And I don't give a shit. He drafted we, better than all of you. As we've got Bullshit. older, as we've got older, he just never. <laughs> well, kinda... He drafted better than. I was fucking number ten. I didn't have a choice of what. You got what a I D, dropped. dog. I got. I, I did the best that I could with the people that were there. To, you got a D. And half hey. the defensive guys I got weren't even a fucking available. So. Hey, all I'm saying is I was number eight, and uh, thanks to the people in front of me, I got Alvin Kamara. I got a top <laughs> four running back because they drafted like dog. Quarterbacks. And, and once the season gets going, there's going to be a lot of players that nobody knows are going to be doing better than the star players. There'll be a lot of pickups and drops. That D don't mean shit. I told I told my uh, brother, or I showed my team to my brother-in-law on a screenshot last night, and he messaged me back this morning because he lives out in California or whatever. And uh, he goes, you got a pretty solid team. I'm like, yeah, I was the eighth pick. He goes, how the hell do you have Alvin Kamara? <laughs> I'm like, Bad drafting. I don't know, man. Last couple seasons, he hasn't really been toting like he was the first couple years he still, he was playing. So I, yeah, but they don't have Drew Brees. Yeah, I know, but so uh, Jameis Winston. Well, he likes to dump off the ball. No, he walk? used to, but we don't know. We ain't seen him this year yet. He still plays like he did at Florida State. I don't know, man. Now we're turning <laughs> into a football podcast. You guys, you guys ready for the shit? Because I can keep going. I know about as much football, or I can go on football more than you guys can go on wrestling. I'm just saying, if you put if you put crab legs in one of them receivers' hands, Jameis Winston's oh, going to yeah. make sure the football gets to it. Or, or a computer. He stole a computer, too. But, uh, <laughs> all right. The Women's Championship, AEW. You have Chris Statlander against... Brett Baker, another D- two. M- this D. whole card is hard for me, man, because like every match is like some people that I like, other than QT Marshall. Like <laughs> every match is Britt like Baker, two people though. that I love Britt Baker and I like Chris Statlander, so it's hard for me to I pick. And I think that Chris Statlander is going to win. I do, but I would love for Britt Baker to. Retain. I think Doctor Eisenman makes a return, no. and the real dentist shows Britt Baker how to fucking do it. So then uh, they wouldn't be able to even call him that because. <laughs> WWE owns the rights to the doctor. I don't fucking like either one of these two. I don't give a fuck about the best friends. Fucking Britt Baker's a fucking dentist part time. Oh, you're a hater of Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy, man. <laughs> They're terrible. They're fucking shit terrible. It's around the truth killings. No. Yeah. Fucking A, they are comedy fucking bullshit. No, they're not really comedy shit. Comedy followed up by stunners and super punches. Sorry. I mean,. It's they're, they're having good matches, blah, blah, blah. No, they're fucking stealing Roman Reigns shit, and then fucking... Yeah, the Super Punch is some Roman Reigns shit. I will give you that. And I don't understand it, because he's, you know, he's like my weight. Right. But, that you know, that's that's the thing. A few and things also, they people need are to fix. selling for barely fucking kicks. That's the thing they need to fix, is like Orange Cassidy, and then like Darby Allen, cough and drop. Like I said, it's neat. I love watching shit. makes me laugh. But, like, he's 150 pounds. So does Ron, the truth killings. He doesn't do a cough and drop. I said he makes me laugh. Oh, he doesn't make me laugh. He just makes me snore and uh, yawn and won't turn the TV off. Only time I really liked him was 3 Live Crew. <laughs> That's when he was at his best. Now he is a straight gimmick. But he's he, also like 50-something. So He's winning titles before the 3 Live Crew. He's, he's first he, ever black NWA champion he's before like, that. He's like 50-something and looks like he's like 32. I'm telling you, fucking Tino Santana needs the... Or not Tito Santana. Yeah, Santino Morella. Way, way, way. Needs to come out and join the fucking best friends. Nah, he's dead. Show them dude. how to do comedy. He right. don't even do the Santino Morella voice anymore when he talks to people on the radio or nothing. <laughs> he's a straight Jersey accent. I'm lost. I had to go get a beer and pee. So I was hating on the best friends and fucking part time dentists. Oh, 
Dr. Isaac Yankum. He hates them all. I said he was going to come in and make a run, show him how a real dentist does it. See, American. <laughs> American. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to let the fans of the show know now when Clint and Rich just start randomly talking about stuff, it's because I had to pee. <laughs> I'm, uh, I try, I'm trying to throw dad jokes in all over the place as much as I can, too. So That's fine. <laughs> you get them anywhere I can. We're good. We're a goofy show. I'm a dad, so we, we're we, all dads. We, so yeah, we gotta get them in there. We go all over the place. So you just said you're picking Chris Statlander as I was walking away. Yeah, I said my heart wants Britt Baker, but I think Chris Statlander storyline wise, it makes more sense for her to win. And Brent don't think she has a chance. The to. best friends need something. They need something. They haven't done shit. They don't have tag team titles. They have any title. They need Trent back. It, 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 if they gave yeah, Chris that, Statlander, that's the missing fucking piece. It's <laughs> not talent or yeah. fucking. If they gave uh, viability as a fucking wrestler, it's fucking Trent. If they gave Chris Statlander the title, they could all kind of <laughs> rally around her, and then that gives them uh, uh, some kind of a piece to make their group look like it's somewhat legit, I guess. They could probably just go away. It's legit. It's got Orange Cassidy. Right. I just tried to tell him that. He don't believe so. Yeah, I think fuck. I think he needs a different he needs a different finishing move, I, yeah, I for sure. I think he needs to go to like fucking Impact or NWA Power. Get the fuck no. down the street. It's garbage. Nah. Hot garbage. So who are you picking? He's the next Hulk Hogan. Just over fucking Joey Ryan. He's the next Hulk Hogan. Garbage. Who are you picking? (sighs) Who gives a shit? Chris Thatlander, I guess, because I'm tired of seeing fucking Britt Baker on my fucking television screen. You're still going to see her on your television screen. Yeah, they just re-signed her for another five years. (laughs) Yeah. Gave her $60,000 a year. (laughs) DMD. And if Adam Cole shows up and super kicks Chris Statlander, then it will be definitely over with for Chris Statlander. I'm just saying. Yeah, AEW, AEW doesn't do the whole throw Adam Cole straight against in, women violence. Throw Adam Cole straight into Orange Cassidy versus Adam Cole. Impact, on the other hand, that sounds about right. Impact, on the other hand, has no problem doing. A, Speaking of Impact, do we get fucking Brown Tessa Simon? Blanchard in the, no. part of the women's battle royal? Ooh, is she the Joker and Lana just comes out with fucking Miro? Uh, she could She's be. been putting a shitload of stuff on social media here lately, getting in shape and doing all this yeah, crazy shit. Yeah, but you got the NXT reboot on September nah, 14th. Nah, she ain't that ignorant. She had she had money with fucking... Uh, NXT's going to put AEW out of business, though. She ain't I that ignorant. tell you all that. She ain't that ignorant. I think that if anything, SmackDown smart, still she, gets twice as many viewers as fucking Dynamite. It's on fucking Fox, bro. Right, but, it, but should be, it shouldn't even be considered but competition. Tied, but it's tied with Raw. It shouldn't even be considered SmackDown That's on why Fox. They should shouldn't be considered Monday. competition. They should move Rampage. They're not Monday. competition. Right, because Fox has got because so many people watching it 100 percent of the a time. Far superior product it has nothing to do with it. It's because Fox is watched by millions and millions. Yes, of people because regardless. they're good enough to get a show onto Fox and get that crowd. Whereas AEW has to settle for fucking cable on TNT. Right, so it shouldn't be competition because it's not. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, too. You can't compare the two. That's what I'm saying. They're competing with their fucking third tier Tar Farm League, which is about to come out and fucking destroy them with their revamp. No. And the the third tier league is NXT UK. No, they're not going to. They're even on separate nights now. So you can't say they're going to kill them because you got to watch NXT on Tuesday and then Dynamite's on Wednesday. And so forget they're not going to happen on Wednesday because you don't nah. have enough time to watch some fucking Farm League bullshit. Everybody has enough time now. What's going to make it any different? Just the because NXT's it's going to be and, so it's much NXT's, better. It's just the NXT's pink and purple and brown and blue and green now. Instead and of yellow and black. And going to have sports entertainment the way it should be. 
not this fucking indie bullshit. Sign everybody and fucking right. throw, see what turd sticks to the fucking wall. What song we can put with them? But it's what on, fucking old guy we can bring back to try to fucking polish these fucking turd holes? But it's on a separate night. Oh, I'm sorry. So it's far superior. My bad. I'm just saying they've already won the ratings war for Wednesday night, so they're not going to come back to Wednesday yeah, night. So unless really they're running it. head to head on the same night, you're not going to know who's better. You're not going to hear of them ever. Who? Be- AEW. No, that's not that's not factual. Because the third tier system on, is going to put them out. They've been putting on too good of a show right now. Too much of a machine yeah. to that's moving. At a, too much of a fast pace right now to not be talked about. There's no fucking way, dude. No fucking. They way. had a fucking seven year guy who's never your, been in the ring for seven years come out. Your dreams for the next ten years NXT are way way overshooting, projecting what you think that they're going to be. AEW will be out of business in five years. This argument, so am I. No, I just and I got the front row seat to it. This AEW will be out of business in five years. Toy nah. Boy fucking Major Mark fucking Tony Khan, whose parents gave him a billion dollars to run his own fucking toy chest, is not the fucking savvy businessman that you think he is. Vince McMahon is going to crush him, level the fucking landscape like he's always done for fifty fucking years. I don't think so. I think Vince McMahon's trying to sell the company right now. No way. You never count Vince McMahon out. I'll, never, 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 never. I'm not counting him out. I'm saying he's trying to sell out and get the fuck out. He's gonna die. In the fucking ring. <laughs> I don't know, man. I do. I could see it's him been out time and time again and being done. But no, nah, I I can't with you because they're on two separate nights. I know because so Britt Baker is so much better. Just because you watch wrestling on Tuesday and it was so good on Tuesday, I mean, I might as well not even watch it. On I'm saying there's like fucking twelve hours of fucking WWE on weekly that barely anybody that watches. More people watch than AEW by fucking far. More people know about WWE. AEW is a niche fucking audience for people that were smart marks in the fucking industry. I don't know, man. They have no main event, main level, main stream success at all yet. Their only entertaining spots are dudes coming back from seven years ago to fucking chant CM Punk. They oh, I finally get a chance to chant CM Punk and he shows up. Sweet. It'll be over in two months. I doubt it. So, Christian Cage against Kenny <laughs> Omega. Christian, eh, nah. Christian nah, Cage don't win. I want him to. Like I said, then he's, he's going to be double champ, and then they're going to have everybody be double champ after that, and I just don't. I would like for that to happen, but I think it's too soon. So, I think it'll be his first loss, though, first singles loss, I believe, if he loses to Kenny yeah. Omega on the, on the pay-per-view. On AEW, yeah. Um, it'll be a hell of a match. I don't think he's even having tag team loss yet. I think every time he's tag teamed with somebody, they've even won. Christian, so. Christian hasn't lost yet. <sighs> I don't think it's going to be Christian just because I don't think they're going to. It would be stupid if it was just because the two belts bullshit all the time. I bet it ends in a no DQ. Two champs. I want both of them to leave strong, looking strong. I bet there's a DQ of some sort. Somebody gets involved to cause a DQ so you don't even get to see the end of the match. And then they just six, don't have Christian Kenny Omega anymore. They both swerve off into different directions. 60-minute time, time limit draw. No. no, Christian can't go 60 minutes anymore. <laughs> he would be able to for way more than Kenny Omega could. I don't know, man. I don't. I was gonna say maybe. I was just giving his the, age. I was just giving the New Japan answer because Kenny Omega <laughs> went 60 minutes with Okada. Like I don't two think or three Christian's times. ever been in a 60 minute match, even like in a, as a tag no, I don't team. I think so. Yeah, I, don't know. I I think Kenny Omega's been in a few 60 minute oh, matches yeah. against Okada, and they're they're. Yeah. Uh, Iconic matches for look New at, Japan. Look at Taz as a young man suplexing people right now. He just tried to throw somebody out of the ring and it about worked. That's the Taz maniac, right? Watch it one more time. Belly to belly. God, that's before he broke his neck. Yeah, that was nice. What an animal. I do have one thing 
left about uh, today in history for wrestling that we can talk about. Uh, it would be 26 years ago today was the very first WCW Monday Night Nitro. Lex Luger, dog. The first and the last, right? What? Oh, there was more Monday Nitros after that. I forgot yeah. I fell asleep for the next at four years on WCW because it was shit horrible TV. And all they were doing yeah. was signing hey, big from guys 90- from, w- from WWE that weren't yeah. popular anymore. Well, from 90- oh, you mean just like AEW, right? And, and then, weren't you a big, huge mark for WCW and it was gone in five years? Uh, yeah. Right. F- right. Exactly. That's how I know it's fucking leaving. No, you're just trying to Except gauge it. Except it was way better funded. You're trying to gauge funded. it on the same... Well, it was way better funded because they had AOL money and whatever. They said Ted Ted, Ted Turner, Turner money, money, but he had pretty much sold the company like not, until not a couple 99, years. Ninety nine, two thousand, and then after that, it was like, yeah. But they really didn't have a. I mean, if you listen to Eric Bischoff's podcast, according to him, they really didn't have a giant billionaire Ted bu- budget like people say that they did. But then again, you see the way they were but signing they, people. Didn't they fucking signed Jericho to one hundred twenty five thousand right out of fucking Mexico, and he was only asking for like fifty. Which well, that's because they had a guaranteed level for. It depends who you talk people. to on that though, because Bischoff claims that he didn't well, get Bischoff signed for that much. Tells and Jericho that, says that no, he they did. said it was one twenty-five, but fucking, uh, he said it was because he was signing other. That's what the starting rate for fucking new people was, or whatever. But he mostly gets rid of the ATM Eric thing when he's calling bullshit on Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. They were just smart. like, oh, we got a fucking million dollars off. They did what they did members. when they went to WWF and they bullshitted the boys just to try and get right. a rise out of everybody. And then they believed it because they're stupid. Bischoff says that whole story about the fake razor and fake diesel coming out and everybody thinking that was really going to be him. The fuck? What is that? It's a fucking dog. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Was she fucking banging a pot back there, Johnny Appleseed? Hey, Johnny Appleseed was one of the answers for trivia this week. I thought she was going to throw up or something. That's what I thought was going on. That's weird. She may have, and that's why she stopped. I think her tail's fucking playing the tambourine. There's going to be some strange noises on the podcast this week. (laughs) Well, yeah, and I think we might have some EVPs on there, too, because we keep getting those spikes of uh, white noise. What if it was like when we listen to it back, there's like weird, like, yeah, like devil shit, like... (laughs) Follow the balloon. Oh, dude. It's like, <laughs> hey, I'll move out of this house. Like, hey, man, I think your house is haunted. Why? <laughs> Get out. <laughs> oh, no, it's because it's cause new house, man. There's a lot of creaks. Like, Wait, why am I even talking to you? <laughs> I'm mad at you. Like, Sucks you missed the wedding, man. We had that nacho cheese fountain. Oh, it was real sweet. That's right. We're going straight Talladega Nights now. <laughs> oh, fuck me, man. Actually, we're going back to... WCW's first Monday Night Nitro. <laughs> Where you, have the car, you have the card wrote down for that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it was live from the Mall of America. That was on the rotating ring too, right? It rotated the whole time? In the mm. ring? I thought the ring no, no, revolved. the camera was going around. Was yeah. it just the camera that yeah. revolved? I thought it was the ring that was revolving. No. Nope. You know what uh, You know. You know what store it was right outside of, right? Pasta Mania. Hollister? No, Pasta Mania. <laughs> yep. All Kogan's oh. fucking pasta store in the Mall of America. Yeah, that makes sense. Do you sense. know what the very first match ever on Monday Night Nitro was? Sting versus Vader? No. Nah. Oh. Right. Sting was actually the U.S. champion that night. He was in the main event. And wasn't he had a match. Sting, no. Sting versus Flair. I thought that was... A, wasn't that when Luger showed up? No. Yeah. I thought was that was during the main, that? I thought yeah. that was the main event. It wasn't the main event, was it? I thought no, it was, it wasn't the main event. Lex Luger came out later. The main, the main event was Hulk Hogan against Big Bubba Rogers. And that's what the Lex big Luger boss man. Out. 
No, so he came out during Sting's match and yeah, Flair's. Yeah, he came out during Sting and Flair. He came out during Hulk Hogan shit too and got face to face. Said, if "This is where the big boys want to play. This is where Lex Luger's at." Nobody, got right in nobody, Hogan's face. Nobody talks about that. They only <laughs> talk about him coming out and he come out and he has the white shirt on. It's like poofy. You yep. see Rick and then he yeah, does this. Yeah, because Bischoff's like, "What is he doing here?" And they don't right. talk about him coming. Probably because it was Hogan and and Buddy Rogers, right? No, no he Buddy said, Rogers. Fucking big, big boss man. Big Bubba Rogers. Oh, big Bubba Rogers. Yeah, well, that's why. You got to remember in WCW, his, he had like three different, three or four different names. Ray Trailer. Ray yeah, Trailer. he he was he like was, that uh, was one of the worst parts of his career. That's probably why they don't talk about that. But do you know what the first match was ever in WCW? Yep. Uh, was it Brian Pillman? Brian Pillman. I knew that yep. you were, we were talking about that day. I didn't know if it was the first match though. It's Brian Pillman against uh, Jushin Thunder Liger. And it was technically a cruiserweight match. It was a WCW. Yeah, it was, and it was Liger's first match back from tearing his tearing his ACL or something like that. This is pre fucking cruiserweights. That's what I mean. You wouldn't be even called cruiserweight, but nowadays, if you watch that match, they would be considered a cruiserweight match. You know, yeah, Brian was. Pillman was they a. Did, they didn't have the cruiserweight championship at that point, but yeah, it was a cruiserweight. Uh, now they fucking call it a main event and slap it on AEW. Brian Pillman was a. Like I'd watch a, it. Most definitely a high flyer back then. He did off the. Yeah, you know, all he, the he missile actually, drop kicks. When he came out, it was flying Brian Pillman. Well, he'd do all the missile drop kicks and the body presses, and he did, like, he would jump off the ropes. He's one of the first dudes I ever remember, like, jumping, using the ropes as, like, a springboard to jump off of and do shit, too. So. Yep. But then you also had Sting and Flair for the U.S. title, and then you had Hulk Hogan, I guess. That was probably the match of the night, Sting and Flair, I would say. It was. That's where Lex Luger came out. And that was a decently young Sting and Flair, too. So, like, maybe it was still, mid-30s. It was still flat-top Sting. Yeah, probably like 32, 33 Sting. He, well, not flat. It wasn't flat-top, technically. It was still Surfer Sting, but he was slowly starting, starting to get the dark hair. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, uh, Luger and Hogan had a match the following week on the second... Nitro for mm-hmm. the championship, I think, and nobody cared. And then Ex- also, and then also, you had uh, you had Steve Munga McMichaels on the uh, commentary the desk booth, yeah, <laughs> and nobody cared. Yeah, I mean, they kind of did. They kind of. I don't WWE remember. It, so only thing I remember it's about that you were for watching fucking the goon and fucking only no at that time I was not watching the that goon was and that was uh, close to the time of uh, the only the time Dungeon they, of Doom though the only time they ever yeah, talk about totally Dungeon of Doom Doom time was the yeah. they were doing the uh, fucking uh, the movement to end Hulkamania. <laughs> Uh, Hulk Hogan got stuck in that fucking cave. Oh yeah. Go. Where am I at, brother? Then they also had the uh, monster. <laughs> they, had the, they had the monster trucks crash into each other and all that type shit. Yeah, old fucking yeah. when they had to have the push off, and I believe yeah, was that Hogan was supposed to lose and he won because old boy didn't know how to drive the monster truck. It was fucking monster. Big Show. He threw him off the roof of fucking Cobalt Hall. Dog yeah, to his yeah. death. Yeah, but when they did the push off, I thought that he was supposed to lose, but Big Show didn't know how to do it, like drive, so he actually lost or some <laughs> shit. And like, if you watch the history of WCW or whatever history of Money Nitro DDP. I think they talk about it on there where, like, they did this push-off or whatever, and, like, Big Show was supposed to push Hogan out of the ring, but he didn't know how to drive the car, and Hogan ended up pushing him out of the ring. But they don't ever talk about that Big Show getting thrown off the roof shit and coming back to life anymore, <laughs> ever. And that first Monday Nitro, if you watch any history on WWE about it or anything, like, obviously I wasn't a WCW fan back in the day. Like, the only thing they ever talk about that first night is just Lex Luger showing up. That's it. 
That's because that's, that's, like, that's it's the most much epic thing that happened on that episode. Other than that, like, well, that's wasn't because... even the exciting thing. He came out during the main event, got in Hogan's well, face, said, "I'll well, be here next because, week." That's, that's because that was the first time that that's ever I mean, actually that happened. That's probably why right. it wasn't you know talked about. But you'd think that would be him getting face to face with Hogan would be but a bigger. They deal, also but they also don't like to talk about Lex Luger. It's more so. of a fact that he screwed over Vince McMahon was on there one week doing an interview with him about like there was an empty arena interview and he was talking about how he wasn't going to leave WWF and all this and then he showed up on WCW <laughs> he lied like about oh, steroids. Sorry. Sorry about you. <laughs> yeah, Hogan said Lex Luger was running hard when he came to WCW, whatever that means. I got him cheap too. <laughs> he was Bischoff, running hard. Bischoff said that fucking he did it as a favor of Sting and said he'd give him two hundred thousand dollars. And Lex Luger took it. He's like, fuck, I'd rather him not have took it. That's <laughs> well, a bad business deal. Like Scotty Pippen business deal. <laughs> All right. So we're to that time of the show. So, And I forgot to do it last week. So, Clint, what's your high spot? Of the My week? high spot for this week is after Rampage went off the air. I had a different one. But after Rampage went off the air the other night, um, CM Punk got in the ring because he was at the announce desk. And uh, he was talked into singing the Golden Girls theme song. And so, you know, he went ahead and went in and sang the whole Golden Girls theme song. How's he going to try to wrap up the show then walk in the other room? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Brent, yell us your high spot. (laughs) And that is my high spot for the week. (laughs) It wasn't shown on TV. Um, They've been doing this shit where they keep on showing stuff that's going on after. Like, if you get on Facebook, like, an hour after yeah. Rampage is over, they'll show you, like, a small nine-minute vignette of something that happened afterwards. And a couple of weeks ago, CM Punk was in the ring with Christian, and they made the joke about ice cream bars or whatever. They were dropping F-bombs the so, whole time. Yeah. So, this week, uh, they got him in the ring, apparently, and someone got him to sing the Golden Thank you Golden for Girls. being a friend. <laughs> and so, he did a whole rendition of the whole song, I guess. Travel around the world and back again. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know that CM Punk can sing, so it might have been a really, really bad rendition, or it could have been good. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I think my high spot for the week is uh, the unveiling of the new NXT logo. I thought that's, you were going to say it was Brent leaving the be- ring. Because right <laughs> <soon as you're laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you two to start <laughs> singing the fucking Golden Girl song. <laughs> Thank you for being... No. <laughs> By the way, if you've ever lost trivia because you don't know who sings that song... By the way, it's Andy Goldman. Ooh. I we, didn't until just now. Thanks for that random bit of trivia. <laughs> <laughs> we lost like a month ago because we didn't know who sang that song. Now that name chases you through your dreams. Doesn't it? <laughs> it fucking does. It's just like those of you and those balloons. <laughs> he, wakes up in a, he wakes up in a cold, <laughs> cold ass sweat and like, oh. Andy Goldman. Andy, oh. Shit. Honey, I got to change the sheet. <laughs> yeah. Have the Andy Goldman dream again. Yeah. <laughs> so what? Do you say your high spot of the week is the fucking NXT logo? Yeah, you probably love the, you it. probably love the new Wally theme song with it too. It's awesome, Wally. Uh, new hip with the times. It's Wally. It's gonna no, it's Wally. It's Wally. It's Wally. It's, uh, who's this Wally? <laughs> <laughs> I said you mean Wally. Uh, yeah, that guy. That might have been look. The, the that first. dude's got a Bud Ice shirt on. Is that Pitbull? <laughs> it might be. Number, yeah, it's Pitbull number one. Oh, I two. thought you meant like Pitbull, like Kulo. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Fireball. Fireball. <laughs> keep going about it keep going about nxt oh my god uh, nxt's uh, i can't wait it's gonna be so exciting it's gonna be uh produced by the fucking the the champions of wrestling the, at first the all i could people do that laugh. have produced the best content that's ever been in the history of the world Vern are now in history charge. of the world uh, history of the world what's better than stone cold what's better than the rock history of wrestling what's better than world? hulk hogan 
They invented motherfucking Vern, wrestling. Vern Gagne inventing Hulk Hogan. That's better than Hulk Hogan. Uh, he, he dropped the fucking ball on it. But he invented Hulk Hogan. Everybody's better. Uh, he didn't than invent Hulk it. Hogan. Hulk Hogan fucking had it. Vern, Vern Gagne had him fucking showcase it and then made him lose the fucking Nike Bach and Weasel. Who, All and, I who, know. and who showcases it is who has invented it. All I know is I've seen Andre slam himself at WrestleMania. I'm just saying. <laughs> NXT is in far better hands. Uh, I at first I was like that the logo sucks, but when you really I, th- start to think about it, it makes sense because they are redoing the whole entire. It's rebranding, so yeah. when you're rebranding something, you're repainting it. So that's why. But I, the, multi- the like, multitude uh, of rainbow paint, I don't care for. I got I got two high spots for the week. Two just Ooh. to go against his. <laughs> pro Pro Wrestling Tees also has the rebranding T-shirt. Yo, with yeah. the PWT. <laughs> PWT uh, <laughs> That shit made me laugh. And then uh, my actual high spot for the week, uh, I had Nathan Frazier against uh, shit. What the fuck's that dude name from NXT? Uh, T.O. Man. Mm. Get a Heritage Cup uh, qualifying match for the number one contender. It's NXT UK. He always comes with darts at me, and you don't have nothing to say about it. I'm like, I'm sure it was good, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to turn on NXT UK one of these days. Look, it's a street problem. Oh, I'm sorry. It's public enemy. But, uh. That's that's my high spot for the week. Marco. I'm a I'm a fan of Nathan Frazier. Street Profits dressed Rest, like that. He wrestled two matches in an, or AEW as Ben Carter, so hmm. I, I enjoyed him. Hmm. Then he uh, changed his name when he went to NXT UK. So. Ben Carter to John Carter. He's, seriously, we need to sit down and he's watch some NXT UK. He's, he's not he's yeah, Nathan I, Frazier. I probably won't, but you can. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then to. End of the show. Just on, we're gonna go back to a dark note again. Just remember, <laughs> if uh, you're in a dark place, need help. There's always people to call. Why don't you hit them with that number one more time? That's what I'm gonna do. Okay. Uh, even if your friends will pick up whatever, there's always a number you can call. So one eight hundred two seven three eighty two five five. So uh, they're they're always willing to talk to you. Yep, or anybody. You might just yeah. go to a gas station or a restaurant, sit down, start talking to somebody. And a lot of people listen if you talk, and some people won't, obviously, or don't want to take the time to. But a lot of people will. I mean, there's yeah. other people out there other than just people you know that'll that will listen to you. And you not even you don't even have to call eight hundred number. You know, you can go to a police department or something like that, and they will often you know they'll sit down and talk with you as well. You know, there or they'll there's a, a shoot uh, there's a like a psychiatrist line you can call nowadays. And you don't even have to go. It's, I think it's better help. You don't even have to go to an actual psychiatrist if you're or a counselor. It's like video you, conferencing it, or whatever. Or you can do it over by phone if you're not one of those people that likes to go do something like that. Not that it's embarrassing, but it's just like, you know, it just it's a lot for people to go and actually talk to somebody they don't really know. So it is a lot easier to talk over the phone and things like that. So there's also that that availability out there too for people who need to talk to someone. So Yeah. Just remember you're not alone. Indeed. So uh also, next week we'll definitely be given a uh, first-person account of All Out because oh, yeah. two-thirds of the team will be there. Come on, Scott. <laughs> 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 so uh, we will see all you guys next week. Have a good week. Bye.